his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? Every time he hear this, shout out to Pops. He's one of our biggest supporters. Yeah, he he really he really he really, he really rolled with us for real. Appreciate the love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. We back. Episode 11 already, man. Already 11 episodes in to the producer's action sports news desk. It is your man, David L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists in the building. Glad to be back. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists in the building. Yes, sir. Back for another episode. Yes, sir. And of course, as always, we got my main man, main man, Fred in the building. What's up, Fred? Casual Jags fan, you know, just trying to enlighten the culture. Casual <laughs> Jags fan. We hear you, buddy. <laughs> All right. All right, good folks, man. We, we got a nice show today. Uh, we're going to go down the docket, kind of share with you what we're going to have to talk about today. All right. Up first, of course, we're going to do our sound of the week. All right. We're going to lead into our tweet of the week after that. Um, NBA talk. Um, we're going to go Zion Williams. We're going to talk about some high school basketball. And once again, due to the, I want to say what, by popular demand, the wrestling talk we've been giving, man, and showing on our new ig page let's shout that out mm-hmm. uh the reduced lunch sports uh page on ig um thank y'all man you know we putting yeah. out the content y'all responding Showing to giving us feedback we're gonna keep it coming everything <laughs> we covering it all man we're not holding nothing back that barbershop talk mm-hmm. all right um but by popular demand we're gonna be talking about degeneration next mm-hmm. all right we're gonna have some time and speak on them their hall of fame induction that will take place this year at wrestlemania uh, we're going to walk down memory lane. We're going to speak on Kofi Kingston, and we're going to shout out one of the great legends of our times who was celebrating a birthday on this day, UFC 235. We're going to spend a little time on that humongous card. If you're a casual MMA fan or watered-down MMA fan and you want something that's going to turn you full-blooded MMA, this Saturday is the night. Five epic matches on this card, two title fights. We'll get into it. And we're going to close out with NFL. We're going to talk to Le'Veon. He's free. To go anywhere he wants, get how much money he wants on his own time. Shout out to Le'Veon. AB versus the Steelers and versus Big Ben. NFL Combine this week, and we cannot leave out the uh, Robert Kraft (laughs) saga that is taking place. All right. So that is the docket. We're going to get right into the show. Um, So let's go ahead and get into the sound of the week. Going to keep the wrestling vibes alive. No doubt. Whether you did your job or you didn't do your job, (laughs) if it hadn't have been for you, The Undertaker might still be the World Wrestling Federation champion. So let me get this straight. You, The Undertaker, Brett the Hitman Hart, and the best that I can tell, all of the fans of the world Wrestling Federation are dumping this in my lap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that's necessarily fair. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) You know something? It's just like you. It's just like Bret Hart. (laughs) Yeah. And whether anybody in this yes okay so (laughs) okay so that was Shawn michaels okay this was back in 1998 Mm -hmm. now the reason why that was our sign of the week a lot of people don't know this is the birthing segment that was transitioning into d generation x 
All right, so that's why that was our sound of the week. We would get into that further. And that was coming off of the Undertaker victory. That was coming mm-hmm. off Summer. No, that was coming off SummerSlam. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels for the WWE title. Shawn Michaels was a special guest referee mm-hmm. in that match. Bret spit in Shawn's face. Sean swung the chair, Brett ducked, and smashed Undertaker, oh, and Brett man. won the title. And that's when the WWE was able to turn Shawn Michaels from face right. to the so iconic I'm, heel that he was. Yeah. All right, so we will get into that a little bit later, all right? So we just want to set the table, so to speak. But now, without further ado, we are going to get into the tweet of the week. T-minus, you ready? Okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Um, I've had enough. Okay. <laughs> and I'm really sick and tired of tired of being sick. This tweet of the week is, comes from Dedrick Hicks Jr. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> this Monday on the Reduce on the Ashes Sports News Desk, I'm going to say what's, been, what's not being said about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. Dog, I'm sick. Dog, I'm so tired of the Lakers. I come <laughs> home from a long day of work, get ready for Warriors Rockets, I turn on my TV to only see LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers down 15 to the Pelicans without AD. Wow. I'm sick of it. I'm sick. It's a tragedy. Mm. So that's going to lead us into, of course, some NBA talk, guys. And if you Mm. gentlemen would allow me a few minutes of your time Mm -hmm. to get some of this off my chest. I mean, let's just keep it funky. All of us here are LeBron supporters. Um, We're Lakers supporters. Um, um, not all of us. But you're a LeBron supporter. Um, yeah. Dog, you gonna turn on your dog? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll let you explain yourself in a minute. <laughs> when LeBron James came to the Lakers with this pool of talent, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. all of the pieces that they added, Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, mm-hmm. um, Michael Beasley, who's no longer with the team. You know, we, 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 I said, okay, do I expect the Lakers to win the title this year? Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. But I do expect them to compete and uh, be respectful. December 25th, they took on the Golden State Warriors. The Lakers came in as the fourth seed in the West. They were only two games outside of the number one seed. Mm-hmm. The Lakers won that game. LeBron James went out with a groin injury, as we all remember. Mm-hmm. After that, the Lakers went 6-16. Six 6-16 and 16. Mm-hmm. Six and 16 without James. James missed almost two months, <laughs> almost two months to play before he made his return. Damn, I ain't even So the Lakers went from fourth, fourth, mm. all the way down to 10th. And LeBron's return, the Lakers are one on one. Let's keep it real. That Rockets game, the Rockets was up 20. Mm. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, the Lakers were able to make a charge and get that W. Mm. Theoretically, the, Ra- the Lakers should be 0 2 after All Star break, yeah. but they're 1 1. Yeah. They're 1 and 1. I don't know how they won Three that games game. back. Three games back of the final playoff spot. Who's in front of them right now? At nine, I think at eight, you seven, you have no, at eight, you have the Spurs. At nine, you have the Kings. And then at 10, you have the Lakers. The Sacramento Kings. Line Sacramento Kings, who have a lot of young talent, but it's still the Sacramento Kings. Here's where I'm at with it Kyle Kuzma's just not consistent. He has what it takes, man, to be a really, really good player in this league. But I'm just kind of surprised that he's come back flat. I watched the game against the Pelicans, and it was sad to see. I watched that entire fourth quarter. No defense was being played. No one's playing defense. The Pelicans had wide open threes. 
wide open trips to the lane. The whole team wasn't playing defense, including LeBron James. And I know LeBron in his 17th season in this league. I get that. But I can't give him a pass. LeBron in the open lane, no one's playing defense. JaVale McGee is literally watching Drew Holiday drive <laughs> by him and get an open layup. I'm just confused. Like, Luke Walton, like, of course, you're not doing enough to make these players say, hey, we got to tighten up on defense. I watched LeBron James stand 10 feet away from uh, Julius Randle to shoot a three, and he just swishes it. And LeBron just, no big deal, hands the ball back. And then I watched LeBron's press conference. And LeBron's right. LeBron said before we started, there's no sense of urgency here. We're not focused. Like, I don't think these guys realize the moment. And people say, oh, I wouldn't have called out my teammates. When he made that uh, statement? Yesterday. Oh. Yes, oh, Saturday night after the game. Okay, I ain't care. After that. the game, LeBron was like, we're not playing with such urgency. I'm not used to this. I don't think he should have said that. Why not? I don't think he Why not? Said Why not? Something. Why not? With everything that's going on with, and the fact of everything with the trades and everything, you don't think that boy, them boys still got that on their mind? Well, don't you know this is a business? I understand that. This is a business, that. right? Well, we still talking about kids here, too. This is a business. These boys yeah. are millionaires. Well, we are, yeah, they, they millionaires. To, and I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. They millionaires, Nate. But they haven't grown up yet. If they pulling this time, if they pulling these cars, what they doing? Of course, they sappy. Yeah, they sad and sloppy. They still feel a certain type of way about everything that went down. I uh, think that's why they doing what they, how they plan the way they plan. I think that chemistry is gone. Like they said, no chemistry in the locker like room, no chemistry yeah. on the court. It like, sure looks like it. That and LeBron as a leader, he has to get that fixed. He's trying. Even when Kuzma <laughs> won the MVP of the uh, Rising Stars League, LeBron went to Instagram and showed yeah. that boy love. Like. Yeah. They talking about it as a business. Like, Magic Johnson came out and said, look, we understand some feathers got ruffled, but this is a business. Like, this is Anthony Davis. Right. Like, you, the league is about winning impact they players. Should, they went 6-16 without. They right. should understand. Like, right. we proved our worth without LeBron James. Right. Y'all need to find somebody who can be great without. Like, you put Kyrie on that team, any AD, they ain't going 6-16. Those, those players, Cools, Ingram, Josh Hart, all these guys, they didn't do enough to show the Lakers that, okay. Yep, they got to win it. We're going to be fine. We're yep. fine. These, If them boys would have went 500 in Bron Absis, the Lakers probably still be the 60. Yep. But it, it didn't happen. Magic Johnson seeing it on the floor. And, I, and at first, I was kind of like, man, we got to stick with the young boys. We got to stick with them. And now I'm looking at it like, man, forget all that. <laughs> forget all that. Like, none of y'all are rookies. All y'all done had a nice, good taste yeah. of an NBA season. Everyone. So y'all know the grind, and I'm just sick of it, dog. Like, this is the Los Angeles Lakers. they really Lakers. don't know about a playoff push. They really don't. They don't know about the sense of urgency. They never had to really have to play right. with a sense of urgency. Right. So you. that's what gets me about that. Like, we expect, okay. LeBron is expecting them to play with a sense of urgency this time of year when they never had to do it before. And that's an excuse that, to play so basketball? Should, so they shouldn't be mad when it's time for a trade time. Right. Look, they, we got to get winners up in here. Like, look, look at that OKC Thunder team. All them dudes, 23. KD, Russell, and them boys. Playoffs. Like, yeah. Them boys. Playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they were. Playoffs. Really. So you yeah. can see that you in the finals against LeBron James. But this ain't but it had to be LeBron This ain't, to this ain't KD and Russell Westbrook and that's James Harden. That, that's fair. <laughs> but, they, but it's like, I don't know, we say youth. Like, I'm looking at some young boys around here. Like, uh, the Celtics last year. Tatum in them, but you just see the urgency in something like the dog is something in these cats. And it's just like, them niggas be out there looking. Wasting opportunities, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know what it is, though? I heard They uh, have won since they came in the league. So all they know is look. 
All they know is losing. But when you all they when, know is but losing. when you're at home and you're sitting on your couch on that fateful Sunday evening when Clutch Sports and Rich Paul let the entire world know that LeBron James was coming to LA, yeah. something should have went off in your head. Oh dog, we going to the finals. Like, no, uh, we gonna compete. We gonna be in the Western Conference Finals. Like, we gonna be making a run towards a championship. Yeah, y'all been playing ball y'all whole life. Y'all just didn't start doing this, and I'm holding the young players and Luke Walton accountable. I'm gonna have to change my AKA on the Reduced Lunch Podcast <laughs> from Deke Walton to something else because it's like Luke. Yeah. Not only can I don't you think not, the guy for the job, honestly, man. And, and, and we're starting to see that because not only can you not hold LeBron James accountable and put his feet to the fire, you're not doing it with the other players. Right, you at least got to do it with the other. Players. You can't get you can't get Kuzma. Is Brandon Ingram? I haven't seen. I've seen two games out of the forty plus games that they played already, where he showed and sent some just dog. Right. Well, he just wasn't going to be denied. That Pelicans came, though. He was straight up trash, bro. Yo. He was trash. He had 29, he, though, didn't he? He had it late. And garbage time, the Pelicans was up 20. Right. And now you want to come down and hit his side selection is horrible. Like, I <laughs> never liked this side selection. Like, say they'll be down four coming back, and he just make, take a horrible shot. And this team can't afford a horrible shot. Nope. And like, what's crazy? All, though. What's crazy about him? His buzz coming out of Duke was so high. The talent when still. he got dressed. Yeah, when he hit, you seen the talent at Duke, he right. just ain't transferred it over right. to the league yet. And I don't, I don't understand why. Like it's you, you look it's at players like Brandon Ingram when you go to Duke, you the best player. You the best player on that team. Right. This is Duke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They made a run to the Sweet 16 his last year. So you a covenant player. You was a number two pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. So somebody like Brandon Ingram probably thinking like, I'm that dude. Like right. these things should be, you know, ran around me. Like LeBron gave him the key. LeBron wants to give Brandon Ingram the key. He said it early in the season, B, I got next. Right. But he didn't accept it. He mm-hmm. said like he's playing like a role player. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't understand. And I'm looking at the entire organization, man. I'm looking at Magic Johnson. I applaud Magic. Like, Magic saw, like, all right, we got enough that we need to get these boys out of here. We got enough. And then these boys want to cry. They want to pout. They want to talk shaded to the media. Like, it's not about that, dog. This is a business. At the end of the day, y'all are millionaires. Right. Y'all are afforded an opportunity that many, many men will never receive. Right. Now, you mean to tell me due to the fact that Somebody wants to trade you, and I get it. The chemistry in the locker room might not be the same because everyone knows LeBron's a part of this. They know he talking with Magic. They know he talking to Rob Palinka. They, right. we, we're not dumb here. LeBron don't got no time to waste. Right. This is year 17. It's not like LeBron in year six, and we can formulate a plan. These last four years of LeBron James' career, that's it. That's it. Mm. And the way it's looking, bro, I'm just going to say it, man. I just don't see the Lakers making the playoffs. I don't either. I just don't see it. I don't see I'm it. I'm looking yeah, at their schedule. I'm at that point, too. I just I don't, don't see it. They played the, the Memphis Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. The Lakers are on a road trip right now, all right? They they had uh, New Orleans Saturday night. They got Memphis tonight. If Mike Conley goes out there and gets this win <laughs> against the Lakers, and then they have to turn back, back around, they fly back to L.A., and guess who's going to be waiting on them Thursday night? Who that? Giannis. Yeah, and yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. So I hate to say this, mm-hmm. in February, this is a must-win game for the Lakers. Yeah. This yeah. is really honestly, I feel like this playoffs for them right now. Oh, for they sure. Have to. This for playoff sure. time the right now for them. Was, and I think that's when Brian came out. It was like playoff mode activated. I felt like he was signaling his team, like, look, y'all finna get the best of the best player in the NBA right now. Like, can y'all bring anything to the table? And, and you know what? A little bit, I, I do put some of that on Luke Walton because it's like, 
If I'm Luke at this point, I'm going with all vets and I'm fitting the young guys where I can fit them in. I'm starting um Lance. Rondo. I'm starting Lance and Rondo. I'm starting them boys. Yep. Period. Yep. Them boys been in the playoff games. Like, they, they, know. Know they know where it's at. Fuck role players. Like, fuck groom and all that. Man, yep. you trying to get in the playoffs right now. Nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let them young niggas come off the bench and, you know, so we can get that shit going. But if you want to put a starting five out there, and, and I like the kid they got out Bullock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. It. Yeah, yeah, he can shoot. He's he filling it up. Yeah, he can right. shoot. Right, and, and maybe you put him and Rondo, you know what I'm saying, to have yeah. him at our shooting guard. But one thing about it, like, I need Bron and Rondo to start the game. They're the two smartest players in the NBA, in they my opinion. They can get opinion. it going. You're right, just to just get to it get going. going. They so get how much it going. longer they, they without uh, Zoe? They say Zoe said it, uh, suffered a setback with oh, his ankle. Man. So Zoe, Zoe who knows what his timetable is. And you need and I told, You need Zoe. I feel I like told, you need him. I tell these people who want to throw Zoe in the dumpster, Zoe is a top three defensive player. Guard in the league, right? Steals, rebounds, like setting the perimeter. Like, no, right. mm-hmm. that's a fact, right? And before he got hurt, he was hooping. Before right. he, he was got hooping hurt, before he yeah. got hurt. So, dog, it's like the Lakers are sitting at 10th at 29 and 30, dog. They are three <laughs> games behind the Clippers who are trying the to miss the playoffs. Let me, the let the me Clippers say, don't want to make the, the playoffs. playoffs, right? Let me say this I was thinking Christ. about this today. <laughs> What would the playoffs be like without LeBron James? We don't know the playoffs without, without LeBron James. You want to know what I think? They won't miss him. They won't miss yeah. him. You want to know why? The youth in the, this league. Yeah, 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 yeah. The youth in this league. Yeah. It's surpassing. It's, it's it's LeBron. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you want to see LeBron and the Lakers in the playoffs. You Do you need them? Yes, you do. But if they miss the playoffs, though. Bruh, the NBA gonna be okay. Right. This is the first time I'm excited about these playoffs. Like the Bron NBA gonna not, be okay. Right. I've never when the last time we've been excited about the East. Listen. With LeBron on that side. Like listen, ever. Listen, though. Nigga swept the Raptors last in year. In the second bro. round. <laughs> the number one seeded Raptors. With, with an all-star backcourt with DeRozan and Lowry. He came down and knocked them boys off. Literally, he knocked them off by himself. Yep, right. I, I have 43 straight games. I honestly don't think it'll be the same, man. Like, I agree I'm with th- you. I'm thinking like, I agree God. with you, but check this out. Let me run something It by won't you. be the same. I agree, uh, you know, but I still think it'll be a great product. Like, it'll, you know it'll, 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 okay. be, it'll be kind of weird not getting those LeBron playoff moments. Okay. But let it'll me run, be weird. Well, let me run this by you then. Let me run this by you. you would you think you'll be thinking about LeBron if you got a Buck Celtic sec- second round matchup? You think you'd be thinking about LeBron watching those two teams play? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. If, you had your, if you had your Raptors and 76ers conference finals, Ooh. would you be would you be thinking about LeBron? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. And then in the West. Let's just go to the West. You got a Golden State, you got a Golden State Houston Rockets second round matchup. You're gonna be thinking about LeBron? Mm. Right. If you got a Warriors and Thunder Western Conference Final, yeah. you're going to be thinking about LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the collectiveness of teams that we have with yeah. the stars, Paul George, yeah, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. Kevin you, Durant, Steph Curry. It's a like, lot of players that can carry it. The game going to live, yeah. dog. Right. And it's kind of like, you know what, dog? I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to be true to me, bro. I almost hope the Lakers miss the playoffs. I almost right. So you want to know why? So everybody can take a step back, including LeBron. Right. And be like, okay. My magic, the LeBron magic factor with these kids, it might not be effective. Right. It might, because you want to know what I see? Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, those two in particular, those two think they superstars already. Right. They think think that they making the Lakers go. No, 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 you're not. (laughs) You're a part of this program, and it's just not working right now. And Mm. I just don't get it. I'm watching Kyle Kuzma on the block with Drew Holiday. (laughs) Why are you pulling up 
up shooting threes. Why are you pulling up shooting and threes? And they out here talking Kyle? about uh, Drew Holiday being a, a, a all defensive play. Come on, man. man. After one yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't heard uh, Drew Holiday. <laughs> I ain't heard Drew Holiday <laughs> name all, all year. year. Oh, now y'all talking about him being all. Oh, now y'all talking about him being all defense. Yeah, come on, man. Shit, man. I, I just, I'm just sick of it, bro. I'm just, and it's kind of like you know what the Lakers, their next few games, man. Like I said, they have the Raptors. I mean the uh, Grizz, uh, Grizzlies Monday night at uh, I think 10:30 tonight in 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 Memphis, man. It's kind of like they need to come out, and I don't want no five point win. Don't get me wrong, a win will be a win, dog. But I think at this they point, they gotta man, make a statement, bro. I think at this point. All the statement stuff out the window, bro. Honestly, this this is they play off all out them. the window. The statement. Uh, you stuff? win how you, you just get them W's. I don't care how you win, just win. Okay, I feel you. I'm, I'm <laughs> all that statement stuff. You lead that. You got to get W's. That's yeah. That's for the beginning of the season, making statement type of wins. Right now, you need to dog this thing out, and if you can make a push for these playoffs, you need to win however you can to get these W's. And just looking ahead, you know, just to give, you know, our listeners an intake if they don't already know, the Lakers' next five games, which I think is important, um, they have the Grizzlies tonight, excuse me, 8 p.m. on Monday night. They have the Bucks Friday at 1030. All right, so they'll have three days off to get ready for Giannis. Then they have the Clippers on Monday night. Like, then after that, they got Boston on a Saturday night, you know, on March 9th on ABC then they turn around. They got the Raptors, dog. Like, and then after that, they the 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 the, the Knicks. They go to Madison Square Garden, but you know the Knicks have been playing tough after All Star break. They have. They been. knocked out the Spurs last night, and they gave um the Raptors. They beat the Raptors too. Yeah, they, they, beat they the gave Raptors. them all they yeah. can handle. So it's kind of like, man, like I'm looking at the Lakers. Like these next five games, these boys could literally yeah, go two and three. They got a tough stretch. I mean, they got a tough Grizzlies, stretch. Bucks, Clippers, Celtics, Raptors, the Knicks. Right. The season might be over come March 17th. And Le- I think I think LeBron just got to find I hate to, and I hate to say it about LeBron, he got to do something. He got to He's always came up with something when he needs it to get something. to get his teams over the top to get to where they need to be. Yeah. But he going to need something a little more than what he's been having yeah. to get his teams over the top like yeah. I don't feel like he can use what he was using in Cleveland for this team. You these, know, these, this is a different dynamic. <laughs> like I, I heard Colin, Co- Colin Cohart say earlier today, in Cleveland, there's nothing to do. Like there's not a lot of people in Cleveland saying, you know, we love you, Tristan Thompson. Like Tristan Thompson and and, and all these other Kevin Love, they not at major events in Cleveland. Yeah, LeBron's in LA. Kyle Kuzma is probably doing five to six events a, a week. Just being in L.A., Alonzo Ball and and all these guys are out promoting their brand all week long in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So for LeBron to come to them and try to say, hey, I'm LeBron James, them them dudes probably like, bro, all right. But I'm Kyle Kuzma. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm out here at the Nike factory and all this too. I just think the dynamic is different in L.A. And I think LeBron's just having a tough time reeling these kids in. But we're going to see, man. It starts tonight with the Grizzlies, and then Giannis will be waiting on them Friday night. You know, and what? And Giannis water, coming to LA? They come Giannis, to LA. Oh, okay. They come to LA. So that can't can be a big game, man. That's it's a gonna big be a game huge for them. game. That's a huge game for them. For the the Lakers, man. They gonna in the next five games, we are gonna see for sure, man, what this thing gonna be like, man. So right. you know, moving along from LA Lakers and LeBron James, we'll just see what happens, man. But of course, I want to go over the standings for those who don't know. The top eight in the East, you have the Bucks, the Raptors. 
Pacers still hanging on at number three despite losing Oladipo. Oladipo They're 40 yeah. and 20, bro. Oh, like, man. the Pacers going to be a tough out. And right yeah. now, they scheduled to play. If the playoffs start today, they will be playing the Brooklyn Nets. And, yeah, second round. I mean, second yeah. round. Yeah. I mean, even though Brooklyn is playing really good. Didn't they uh, pick up a, a big piece in, like, Wesley Matthews and somebody else? The Pacers, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that kind of that – look, that look, it looks like they're helping them. them out. It is it, helping yeah, them Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're helping them out. Wesley can shoot the ball, and he plays and really they got, good defense. I feel like they got good coaches. I like – Nate uh, McMillan? I like Nate McMillan. He's great. Yeah. Nate yeah. McMillan like, is great. I like Nate McMillan. And then uh, at four, you have the 76ers, five Celtics, six Nets, followed by the Raptors and the Hornets to round out the top eight seeds. In the uh, Eastern Conference, the kind of been dropped a few. Uh, no, they still at five. They still at oh, talking about Port- games. Yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Portland yeah. destroyed them. Yeah, Embiid <laughs> been out since All Star break, so that yeah. presence in the middle, you can really see why Embiid is the best player in the Eastern Conference, right. in my opinion. Without him in the middle, they're gonna lose because Ben Simmons can't shoot. Can't shoot mm-hmm. right. Period. Because when he misses, guess who gets the rebounds? <laughs> Embiid. Yeah. All right, top eight in the West, of course, <laughs> Golden State Warriors, Denver Nuggets, followed by the Thunder, who are right on the Nuggets trail, all right, to get that two seed. Followed by the Portland Trailblazers, still hanging tough, man. C.J. McCullough and Dame Lillard, they doing it every year, bro. Yeah, every year. They finish yeah. in top four in the West every year, every even though they had a de- like another superstar. They had a real way. debacle last year. Tough though, out man. last year. Like, tough yeah. out. But they still hanging tough, all right? You got the Rockets at five, Jazz at six, Spurs at seven. And then you have the Clippers at eight who don't want to make the playoffs at 33 and 28. <laughs> followed by the Kings and the Lakers. You know what? If the playoffs was to start today with those standings in the West, you got some pretty good matchups, man, that first yeah, round. Yeah, you do. You, yeah. you have some great matchups. Yeah, so, you have some great matchups. Um, you know, so that's the standings in the NBA. Um, Before we transition out of the NBA, I do want to get everybody's opinion on MVP. All right? During this time of the season, we have 22 games left. And it's pretty – I think it's a three-man race for the MVP. And um, I just want to get your thoughts on who, who you think, you know, right now is in position to grab that award. Um, consensus is Giannis Antetokounmpo will win it, followed by Paul George second, and Vegas has James Harden third on that list. So just what you guys feel about the MVP race? Mine hasn't changed. PG-13. I got you. I got the, you. The man is – Doing things sensational, yeah. sensational. That's that's the sensational. that's the perfect word for it. Yeah. Both ends of the flow. Both ends. Be a hard out and, for the uh, The game when they played Utah. Yes, oh, sir. Oh man, he showed it I, all. I look, he showed it all. He showed with, it all. With, with Westbrook going out, filing yep. out, this man literally him took over the whole game. game. He carried his team to a win. Game PG thirteen, my MVP. Okay, what you got for it? Um, I'm gonna go with Giannis. You know what I'm saying, Giannis. I picked him to, you know, to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like that. I, I just really like what they got going on. Right. And, but the more important thing, I just think I'm glad everybody just woke up on Harden, and I think it's time for Harden to wake up because all the pieces are back, kind of healthy for the Rockets, and he's still coming out there trying to get his 30. Mm-hmm. And when he tries to get his 30, it's like possessions being taken away. To where it's like they're a three-point shooting team, so you're taking away balls yep. that it could be point. You're literally taking away 20 points of the game right. because you're trying to get your 30. Right. I mean, you putting up 60 shots a game, so you make sure you continue the streak of 30. So I think long as he's on this street, long as everybody sees it's an ugly brand of basketball, and, and it ain't gonna work. 
You know, that, that you see, they beat the Warriors yeah. without him. Without him, and it was and it was Chris crazy Paul. you say that, Fred, because I was looking, I was like, Chris Paul literally running this thing yep. the yep. way it need to be ran with him on not on the floor. Yep. PJ Tucker was D'ing up. Yep. He was I was like, man, I was impressed with everybody. Everybody was getting their shots, taking good shots. Yep. Right. And they knocked the Warriors off without him. Yep. Right. And then I'm thinking if what if he was on the court, they probably still would have won, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, it's like I don't know. Yeah. He's taking away a lot of those possessions. You see, you see how fluid. Because the Rock, Dan, Dan and Tony ain't forget how to coach overnight. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally that agenda there where it's like, okay, we got to get this man his 30 points. You know what I'm saying? But while you getting him his 30 points, the game close. Right. And the Rockets, that ain't their brand of basketball. Yeah. Either you going to beat their ass or they going to beat your ass. Right. Ain't mm-hmm. no like, and, and he playing this iso ball. Right. And, you know, and you can't do it. And he definitely can't do that in the playoffs, man. That's what screwed him every year. Every, every when he year. he get to that ISO ball, then he don't have enough left in the tank. I, right. Yeah, I he think don't he, have enough left, man. Yeah, my MVP is uh, Paul George as well. Um, I think, I think, I think. Gian, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Giannis is having a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Yeah, he but is. it's just something to be said about a premier perimeter defender in the NBA. Paul George, man. He's like, been doing it for years. But right. this year in particular, <laughs> dog, like, he is just cutting the yeah, circulation probably. off on the perimeter. Yeah. And then he come back down giving you 40? Right. Like, I'm just – and don't get me wrong, Giannis is an excellent shot blocker. But Giannis not on that perimeter. Mm-hmm. He not on that perimeter taking the best player, dog. Like, and I just think in our game in today's society with the NBA, everybody loves the three-point ball. Everybody loves the fast pace of the lead, the high-scoring games. We love it. It's entertaining. Yes, we do. But it's – Let's not lose the fact that we're watching the best two-way player in this league every single night shutting down the best player. Donovan Mitchell did nothing. Nothing right. at all. He did nothing that night, that Friday night versus the Utah Jazz. He did nothing. And then Paul George come back down and give you 45. And right. hit the game with a shot over the defensive player of the year and go bear. Mm. Over him. Right. I'm like, come on, dog. Like, we, we just can't ignore that, you know. So I'm showing Giannis his love, but I'm definitely going. PG-13 as well uh, for my MVP. All right, so um, it's been a little, you know, first week back in the NBA, so it's not been so much news in the NBA. Um, So that's what we're going to leave it this week for NBA. So when we visit you next time, you know, maybe, maybe the Lakers will be ninth. <laughs> maybe the I'm a, Lakers I'm a, will be I'm going to go on a limb and say they'll be eighth. I'm going to go out on the limb and say they'll be eight. Right. I'm, I'm, I, Jr. He yeah. said they making the playoffs. So he believes we have a I believe, believe, man. Yeah. All right, man. We, we're going to ride Black's coattails. Yeah. And, and, Let's and, ride and, them, man. Let's ride them. And see if they can I get I think them. my boy Brian going to figure this thing out and get them. I don't even care if they the AFC as long as you make it. As long as you make it. And I you hope you're right. <laughs> okay. I hope that you're right. Because in God, in Jesus. I don't think they're going to make it, but I'm believing that they will make hey, it. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm going to hope that you're correct, and I'm riding your coattails. Right. Uh, but before we do get out of here, uh, a, new, a new report that just broke just now on uh-huh. BleachReport.com, um, a piece broke out that it's renowned around the NBA that people believe that LeBron James destroyed the chemistry of the L.A. Lakers. What chemistry? Um, correct. <laughs> 
Uh, just a piece, playoff chemistry. Right. What <laughs> just just a small piece of what this gentleman wrote, Eric Penius. Uh-huh. Uh, f- it doesn't say where he writes from, but he has posted his article on Beach Report. He says, before LeBron James came, you had a youthful experience in the making. You had live energy. You had a lot of young players who were ready to make a charge to get the Lakers back on a respectable format. No discredit to LeBron James. He is the best player in our game, probably the best player we've ever seen. But his demands, his his energy, and what he thinks it takes to win the championship has suffocated not only the players on the floor, but possibly the front office. Did Magic Johnson make the gravest mistake of his career bringing LeBron James in to the Los Angeles Lakers? Would the Lakers be – should the Lakers have been smart enough to leave LeBron in Lake Erie, which is in Cleveland? Man, that nigga don't wow. get – You're entire Bro, fuck e- out of here. Eric Pink. Pinkus, whatever you are, if you hear this, I hope you do. <laughs> sir, you're incorrect. <laughs> okay, sir. Uh, we appreciate your insight, but you stated in your article that LeBron James is the greatest player in this game, probably the greatest player we've ever seen, and his his greatness and his resilience to try to come in and be great, we need to acknowledge that. We're not going to dismiss that because we got a bunch of young kids who got their heart broken over right. the Mary that, Fatty Anthony That's Davis. what it sounds like. That's what it's about. Like, that's what it's like, about. Kobe, that's what it's when about. Kobe was playing, you never – It was never a year. It was like, oh, the guys are just Assassin. down there in La La Land just enjoying the chemistry. <laughs> Man, you nigga, you finna go out and win. <laughs> Fucking period. Win. Yeah. Win. Win. That's all these bullshit. Y'all tired of the reporters here. being in your face talking about AD? Get out of here, bro. <laughs> You're tired yeah. of this. You you worried about this. You worried about that. Yeah. Just go out there and we'll play. play basketball, Breon, we don't know. Breon is asking, so the Lakers ain't going to the playoffs with a bunch of question marks. We, we hoping. We're hoping. Hey, who, who coattails we riding now? We, <laughs> ride, we ride black. Oh, okay. okay. We ride okay. black coattails to see if we can get in the dance. <laughs> so, Breon, no, we do not know if the Los Angeles Lakers are going to make the playoffs. It is looking highly unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> but we all riding blacks <laughs> coattails. Yes, we are. All right. All right, y'all. We're going to move on from NBA. All right. We're going to get into the Zion Williamson situation. Uh, last Wednesday, the num- the then number one rank Duke Blue Devils welcomed the eighth rank North Carolina Tar Heels, which is one of the biggest rivalries in college or in sports, period. Let's just keep it real. You had Barack Obama there. You had all the stars came out. Spike, Spike Lee. Lee was there. I think yeah. Denzel Washington was there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were out there watching this game. And in the first 36 seconds, Zion has the ball at the top of the key, makes a move and blows out his shoe and has a grade one strain on his left knee. So, of mm-hmm. course, of course, of course, the main topic came as soon as Zion went down. Right. Should he play mm-hmm. or should he remain off of the Duke team and get ready for the NBA draft and just want to go around the table to get everybody to take on that. Where you at, Black? How you feel about Zion? Well, what should he do? I feel like he should shut it down, but he's mm-hmm. he's already saying he's he's trying to get back. Okay. Why you feel like he should so, shut it down? Because, man, it's, it's a lot of money at stake, man. <laughs> okay. okay. It's Keep a lot it of real. money at stake. And, uh, Keeping it real. I'm always so say this. Nike needs to tighten up on uh, the tennis shoe. No, uh, it's thing. the PG 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> The PG 2.5. Check this out. Check this out. Nike needs to go and fix the PG 2.5. Check this out. I have a pair of those. I have a pair of those PG 2.5s that I play ball in. 
I looked at him this morning and I didn't pull him out the box. <laughs> I left him in the box and moved with the Kobe eight. Yeah, you definitely would. You definitely would have had to strain yourself if you would have put yeah. those on. I yeah. didn't put them on. <laughs> Just as a mere fact, I ain't Zion Williamson. I'm not six eight. Yeah. I'm not two hundred and sixty pounds. Uh-huh. Um, I'm six one, two forty ish. Right. Um, and I still didn't put them on. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. Zion, he, he got to shut it down, man. They, okay. They're talking about eight. They're talking about if okay, say if he get hurt, he got an eight million dollar um like insurance, insurance policy. policy. But yeah. I'm like, come on, man, you talking about half a billion before? I mean, this man finna get a hundred plus from Nike. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He gonna 40, 50 in that first contract. Like you yeah. talking about two hundred million through advertising out the fucking gate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A quarter billion out of the gate. You yeah. don't come with no eight million fucking dollars. Like yeah. who the fuck think you talking to? Yeah, nigga, sit. <laughs> I, if I miss, you heard, he was ready to come back in that game. If right, 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 came right. back and said, Nah, bro. Yeah, it ain't. We ain't, it ain't yeah. gonna happen like that. Like yeah. you. You could change this family name forever. Yeah. Like LeBron James changed his family forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Savannah yeah. James, everybody attached to LeBron James, all his friends he went to high school with. Everybody. Everybody life changed forever. forever. Period. That everybody. nigga ain't waste a minute you know, in college. You know what I noticed in the in the Syracuse game when he was sitting on the bench? I really don't think it's him though that's telling him, you know, shut it down. Like, I mean, you're not gonna play. Yeah, I'm saying like he was on the play. he was on the bench looking like he wanted to be out there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know, I don't think it's him saying, "Well, nah, coach, I ain't gonna play because I hurt myself." Blase, blase. Yeah, but I think that he needs to shut it down because he's so much at risk, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. If y'all not somewhere and y'all know y'all can make a run and win this win the ship with this national championship, which they are, go on and shut that thing down, man. Which they are. Um, Not without him. Um, oh yeah, with with even without him, they will make a run. No, they won't. <laughs> Why do you say that? They got Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett, two, the two, two of the top I, I, five players in the league. What and they won't. About? And they won't. Sound crazy as hell. Tell me, no, they won't. They want. They will not. They will not make a run without Zion so, so, Williams. So without Zion Williams, said where they'll go, Nate. Tell me where they'll go. They'll Tell me what they'll make it to the Sweet Sixteen. And that's not a run. That's <laughs> the two more rounds. You in the national championship game. Get out of here. Sweet 16. Get out of here, man. Sweet 16, Get out of here. Man. Get out of here. Man, you kind of hurt, man. You yeah, understand that's your team, You, you talking bro. crazy. Come on, man. You talking crazy. R.J. Yeah. Barrett out here dropping 30, three straight games. Can't oh, reach out here dropping in 20. What they did against North Carolina, then. Okay, so, okay, so let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. So, Ernest has always been a black, excuse me, has always been somebody <laughs> who discounts emotional factors in, in sporting events. He always thinks that, oh, you talented. You should just go out there and do it. Uh-huh. You should. You got, you got the best talent on the court. Point in case. All Come right, on so now. Point in case. So let me backtrack a no, little bit No, that's what here. you just said. Yeah, let's backtrack a second here. Uh, back to the start of the game. Um, Duke got manhandled by North Carolina. You see the best player in the country go down at the 36 seconds into the game. That atmosphere was insane. Right. And it's kind of like he's laying there, and you don't know if he's destroyed his leg. Right. These are 18-year-old kids, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. Right. When we were young, when you were 18 and weird, when we were 18 and 19, mm-hmm. we all, this is it. This is my man. This is all I need. You know, right. we're emotionally tied together. They go to school together. They go to class together. And they look, and they see their mans down. That's going to take an effect on you mentally. Right. Like, you're going to be shell-shocked. These ain't, this ain't LeBron James in the NBA Finals. If J.R. Smith go down with an ACL, LeBron's <laughs> still going to get 40. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? That's just not the case. These are kids. And I think people forget that these young men, they just not evolved emotionally and mentally yet. Right. When you see that happen, you're going to be shook. Right. You're going to be shook. And, that, and it shows like the rest of that game. And then to 
come back at your statement saying they won't make a run at the title. Dog, they got two of the top five players still on Duke. Cam Reddish. Why didn't they show up against North Carolina then? Why didn't they show up then? Nay, they 25-3, and, three, and they still number three in the country. Look, look, you just told me they got the top three players in the nation. Okay. Minus Zion. <laughs> okay. Why can't you go out there and get a win against North Carolina in a I rivalry game? I just told you. In a rivalry game. I just told so you. So that shows that he's that important, correct, right? Of course he's important. Of course he's important, but if he doesn't play another game, Duke will still probably get to the Final Four. No. You're crazy out your mind. No. Name a better backcourt than Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett. Name a better backcourt. Oh, uh, I'm probably going to say North Carolina. You out of your face. Because <laughs> they, demolished, they demolished Duke backcourt. Well, I'll tell you what. March 9th will be here before we know it. It will. And we going it will. We it coming will. into North Carolina. I hope, I hope Pick so. Pick up your phone. I want, I want to see up a your great, phone. I want to see a great game. Pick up your phone. I, I don't, don't care who wins. No, 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 no. Don't tell me you, you don't care who wins. Don't tell me you don't care who wins. This is the thing. You just sit here and talk me. I don't care who wins the game. But I want to, if you got three of the top three players in the nation, I don't care who gets hurt. You should go out there and make that happen. So if me, you and Fred That's out there, the right if me, you and Fred out there hooping, we're in a three-on-three tournament, and I come down, I tear my whole leg up. I tear my oh, knee I'm, up. Oh, I'm going to be concerned. I'm going to be But you're going to come out and drop 30. <laughs> but I'm going to be like, bro, we're going to go out here and do this shit for you. That's what I'm going to say. All right, right bro. I feel That's you. what I'm going to say. That's your stance, and I feel you, doggy. But these are 18-year-old kids. But we're going to go back to what I wanted to clean up before this man got outrageous uh, <laughs> over here on the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. <laughs> um, back to Zion, what do I think? Um, I'm both ways, man. I'm in the middle. Like, he shouldn't play. He should. Make sure he's healthy to enter the draft. Of course, to get picked number one and go on and, like Fred said, like go on and just experience a life that – what 90% of people in the world won't experience right. you know what I'm saying so I'm for that but at the same time I know what Zion probably going through he's 18 and all he does is basketball all he right. wants to do is play basketball like he came in with those dudes bare and reddish and made a commitment to K you seen them on the bench versus um who do they play uh Syracuse. Saturday Syracuse dog like he in it <laughs> like that's his squad like he's not finna turn his back and it's up it's something to be said about that. Excuse me. It's something to be said about somebody who's saying, you know what? I, I hear what everybody's saying. I know I'm going to be the number one pick in the draft. I, I, I understand that. But I started something. I want to finish it because this is the only opportunity I'm going to have. Yeah. And right. you got to think his parents and his, his his advisors or whatever are probably telling him, Zion, no, 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 no. Now, this is like a grade three injury where he didn't have any mobility or he had to go get rehab. I think it would have been out Zion would have shut it down. But it's a grade, a grade one strain. Mm -hmm. right. It's a grade one strain. They say he's fine. He's walking. He's moving. He's already started light jogging and things like that. And basically, they probably will keep him out to the beginning of the ACC tournament. Right. So he probably will so even miss the Tuesday North Carolina game. game. Yeah, he's he not playing He's not playing Tuesday versus Virginia Tech, okay. which is going to be a tough game. It, the Virginia Tech always play Duke tough. Um, so he might miss that game and might miss March 9th versus North Carolina. And they just might get them ready for the ACC tournament leading into the tournament. So, I, 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 and Kyrie Irving did that. When Kyrie Irving, he played yeah, nine Kyrie games, he got hurt, but he came back. He came back at the tournament. Duke lost in the second round, but he came back. You know what I'm saying? Because them boys, they just hoop. They play ball. So, we'll see. So, Duke, um, they got a couple of tough games on the horizon um, coming up. But I just want to go over Zion's stats, man. Like, the boy is out of his mind, man. Zion is out here averaging 28, uh, eight rebounds, two assists, two blocks a game, two steals a game. Uh, has, I mean, has just wild, man. Has anybody ever averaged 28 at, at Duke in their career? 
Uh, I have to look that up. Ooh, I, that's I, a good one. Yeah, we need. I that. have to Ooh. look that up and see. Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zion's averaging 21. 21. Oh, 21. okay. 21.6. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry okay. about that. He's averaging 28.2 minutes per game. Okay. All right. So, so we'll see, man. So yeah, I, I I'm on a, I'm on both sides of the fence with the Zion thing. He got a bright future. Soon as he declared for the draft, Nike gonna put a hundred million in front of his face, and then whoever right. he gets drafted by gonna throw him another 40 million. And then whatever other endorsements he'll get, Zion literally will right. step on the NBA court for the what first time, worth probably three hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and I just think you know, hooping just going out there to hoop. You know what? It, it's I bigger see, than that at this point. I feel you. I seen. I was thinking about this today. I was like, man, can you just imagine? He goes number one and goes to New York in that market around Zion. Oh like, God, the NBA want that to happen. They want so it bad. When I tell you, they want it bad. When I tell you, he would be on every billboard, every light up machine that they have in oh, yeah. New York. He'll be, that'd be everywhere. That'll be his city. Oh right. man, that'll, that'll be, be crazy. Sure, so, and I hope it happens. Deep down inside, I hope the Knicks get the number one pick and draft Zion. Yeah. Now, right. there's one other team which they don't have a ch- 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 shot to get him now is the Atlanta Hawks. I wouldn't mind seeing the Hawks, due to the fact that we're from the South, right. like get a big-time play and take that Atlanta Hawks market to like another right. level. Mm-hmm. But they're they're out of it. Like they, they have like a 2.6% chance to get the number one pick. And the way the Knicks play, I mean, they might want to chill out, you know, because they don't want two in a row. And yeah. the last thing we need to see Zion, Zion in Phoenix, yeah, no, we oh, won't man. ever be able to see him. Never. We will never see we, him. Until he get out that deal. Don't get me wrong. You put him out there with DeAndre Ayton and, and Booker, Phoenix will be a nice little young team, but they're not going to get a free agent out there. Right. Look at the Knicks situation. They have enough money for two max players right now, yep. and potentially oh, the number one three. pick is two max, two max, and they can get a they can get a third uh, very good player. Okay, like but, on a maybe like a two year or three year deal. Nah, like, like a four year deal, maybe six or something million dollars. Oh, but okay. they can offer two max contracts, number one pick, and right. Damon Fisdale is a good coach. Yes, he right. is. Yes, he is. He's a good coach, so I think all the makes in there. So. We'll see, man. I, I do hope the Knicks get the number one pick. I think that'll be tremendous for the NBA. They think they get it. Oh, I, I hope they do. Like. <laughs> I hope they do. All right. So, yeah, that's our Zion take. All right. So, we're going to go into another piece of news that came out. Um, <laughs> funny, the next day after Zion went down, uh, Adam Silver in the NBA has already petitioned to have the age reduced from 20, what, from 21 to 18. That's back great. to 18. That's great. As early as 20. 21, as early as 2021. Um, that's what that would go into effect because they have a deal in place with the current deal now. So that will open up for players like LeBron James Jr., uh, Dwayne Wade, son Zaire Wade. That will open up doors for those kids to come in and say, hey, I'm foregoing college. I'm coming straight to the league. So I'm a huge proponent of that. Nowhere else in America, nowhere else in America, can you tell someone to say, hey, when you get 18, you can't do this job. Even in baseball, yep. even in baseball, you yeah. uh, if an 18-year-old player is coming out of high school and it's rare that you see it, but the MLB don't have that stigma oh, where they say, hey, you have to go to school. You don't. Right. Just due to the MLBs, like, right. And like, it ain't even that system. rare, to be honest with you. Like, it ain't rare at all. Like, I, I, I knew, like, two kids who graduated in my, from the Jacksonville area. You got one by the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. You see it in baseball more than anywhere. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah, all yeah the and time. that goes yeah. to say it's like, even in the NFL, I kind of understand it a little more than the NFL, but I'm, I'm I'm at the point with college football. That kid out of Clemson, 
Right. They need to at least. He can go two. now and yeah. go play. He, he can go now. Two, I don't know about him playing right, right away, away, but he can but go he, now. Yeah. Yeah. He probably be, be the number one pick in this yeah. draft. Even running backs, like you asking running backs to get three years of their body just banging, to banging, get killed. banging, and that hurts them. They, they hurts do them to get killed. They do. That's why I respect players who like Bosa and them boys who get it in. Like, come on, that's why college football like. Shutting it down is a big deal in college football because you can get hurt like Easy. that. It's football. Easily. It's football. It's a train wreck every play. Yeah. yeah. And so and I wish I know they they were never changing in football, but like you say, it's, it's some players that we see in college football. They can college go. football. They can go. You feel like they, they can, can go, go and play in they the can league go. right away. The quarterback for Clemson will be the number one overall pick now, right yes. now, and he next year. Out. Yeah. He and next year. <laughs> I promise you, he won't even have to go to the combine and still be the number exactly. one. Exactly. None of that. Draft. None of that. We've seen enough. Yeah, yeah, we've seen enough already. We've seen enough. Yep. And and I just think in the NBA, even when they did that, they was trying to build a partnership with college basketball. And even back then, I still scratched my head like, why? Like, right. look what you were given before y'all put this in place. Kobe Bryant. Right, LeBron. Kevin Garnett. T-Man. LeBron James. Tracy McGrady. Like, look at the pivotal pieces. The, all these men that I just named? Yep. Superstars when they got to all of them. Yeah, right. Everyone who's ever came out of high school. I mean, you had like Sebastian Terrell, them boys. Right. They didn't go to be superstars, but they still was in the league right. ten years. And he got his he got his money. And he played. He got paid off and his he talent. He did. And, and, and nowhere else too. Yeah. Yep. And no yep. Adidas and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Now imagine if he went to college, just stuck it all. He would have lost millions. Yeah. Like if he got exposed a little bit. Like nah, yeah. you you want to pay me for what yep. you got? Okay, let's yep. go. Yeah. And it's like no one else in America. When you turn 18, you can go out here and put an application in and go do any job you want. Yep. You go apply whatever you want, and you will be accepted to start working. Yep. So I'm super talented. Right. I'm six foot seven, blah, blah, blah pounds. I can go out here and definitely contribute to the NBA team today, and you tell me I got to go to school for one year? Right. That should be a decision for me. Right. It's either, yeah, I want to go to school, or no, I don't want to go to school. I want to go yep. to the NBA draft. And the NBA they should help out the kids who say, you know what, I'm just going to try and get drafted in these first two rounds. And even if I can't get drafted, still allow them to go to school. Right. NCAA, for real, don't bro. shut the door on these. That's what they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you want to go to the draft? Oh, you're yep. foregoing your eligibility to ever come to college. Probably, yep. That is stupid. stupid so you're missing out college basketball saying, you got a superstar point guard. Let's say he don't get drafted. So you deny him to come to school. This kid can easily go to Duke or North Carolina or right. LSU or somewhere, ball out for two years, come right. to the draft and be a top five pick. So right. not only did he help the NCAA, he also is coming to help the NBA. Right. NCAA and NBA, they got to form a tighter grip on this, dog. They do. Because yeah. they, what's going to happen if they don't? Mm-hmm. Dog, they, they going to go back to NCAA down this street, uh-huh. NBA down this street. What, they don't want to do that. Because what's the rule? Because it's supposed to be, I think, what, next year is supposed to be like the high school rule supposed to be. No, 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 2021. But I really think that's going to hurt the NCAA, but though. I, I, I think the NBA the went ahead and did that because it's like if you put the age limit at 18, if you simply say, okay, we ain't saying you can come straight out of high school. But mm-hmm. if you're 18 years old, you can come to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck where you're coming out. And then obviously, like, you're going to be 18 coming yeah. out of high school. It's already going to be a 17-year-old phenom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, this, yeah. and that's just smart. The NBA, like, they detaching themselves from all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? you 18, you can play. Right. You know, or you can at least try to get in the league. Right. Like, one year, that could change your whole life. Whole life, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, these a great hurt. job by here paying $50,000. <laughs> then you yeah. get on that court, you're making that in two games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One you know game. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think the NBA is doing the right thing, saying, you know what? 
the t and, and then and then with the exposure of watching basketball, I follow like on YouTube. I follow like Slam right. and Hoops for Life, Ball is Life. Mm -hmm. You're seeing so much young talent, so much all yeah. over the country due oh, to the, the the system for basketball. basketball yep. These kids like a farm system. Elementary, man. middle school, high school. When yep. the regular season is over. AAU kicks right in. Yeah. All these summer camps kick right in. Look, I didn't know this, dog. From LeBron James to James Harden to even Kobe still has his camp, Kevin Durant. Bruh, 60% of the NBA have camps yep. in the summer. Oh, yeah. And Two a lot of three. these kids go to it. And check out what LeBron do. LeBron flies these kids from all over the country to Las Vegas. Yeah. And they have a two-week camp. Yep. With LeBron James, yep. assistant coaches, shooting coaches from all over the NBA. And I'm like, no wonder the NBA is in the right. greatest hands possible. Yep. Because not only do you have the greatest players of their game going out, setting up opportunities for these kids, they're employing Nike. Yep. When you go to LeBron James' camp, I didn't know this either. You go to his camp, you get four pair of brand new LeBron sneakers. Yes, you get LeBron shorts. Crazy. You you get the LeBron basically takes care of these kids. Right. And I'm like, man, I, and I knew it was basketball camps. I knew that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I didn't know like the degree that the Chris Paul oh, camp yeah. is crazy, bro. Right. The, the what Jordan does. Even the Jordan camp. Yeah, the Jordan, like, bro, like these kids. Camp. I'm like, man. So I'm 34 years old, and I'm probably over the last what? Let's say what? Maybe the last five years we've seen the NBA just say, look, we're going to hop on this horse and we're going to blow past every other league. Yeah. NFL, MLB, college football, but we blowing past everybody. We're going to set up to be the standard of pro sports. Right. Ten years from now, Lord willing, when I'm 44 years old, can you imagine what the NBA is going to be like? Yeah, that shit would be crazy. Yeah, I think just look crazy. at it now. Right. Look at it now. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Right. It's going to be what warrior the NBA teams. Gonna be like? It's going to be warrior teams everywhere. everywhere. Just because the influx of talent. Like, you mentioned Portland earlier. It's you so just got to think. You put one more superstar on them. Like, chill. they got the juice. It's Championship. Like, and, and, you know, Probably bowl, the championship. Bowl. Yeah, this, I feel like it's, <clears throat> I feel like in, in, in a few years, like, not even a few years, like you say, like ten, maybe ten years. This league is going to be so hard to win a championship or go back to back because there's so yeah. much talent. Yeah. And then all this talent is going to be on one team. Yeah. And so right. it's going to be difficult yeah. to win those three, those back to backs or those three peats. And that's great in the NBA. And that's going to be great for the league because now we at a point where let's let's keep it real. We probably got maybe what five teams mm -hmm. who could win it, mm -hmm. who could really win it. And then you have maybe two teams who we think are definitely going to win, win it. Yeah. You know, this year, 10 years from now, bro, we could be looking at a 10th seed in the Western Conference with a winning record. Right. Not making it because the thing that changed the NBA, the thing that changed the NBA was a three-point shot. Yeah. <laughs> the three-point shot and the run-and-gun style offense changed the NBA. Yeah. We're not looking at this block basketball come in. No, the high pick-and-roll screens with all – the game is so much fun to watch. I literally watched the Knicks and the Spurs play last night. Right. And I'm I'm entertained. <laughs> right. The final score was like 130 to like 121 or something like that. Like the Knicks are trash. Right. They're trash. But they made it interesting. I'm watching Dennis Smith Jr. almost take a man's life last night by almost right. dunking on him. Right. He almost took this man's life. Right. You know, something like this boy is talented for real. You I mean, know what I'm saying? Just say the majority of the, a lot of that talent, like Mars Stoudemire, throw a real dope camp called uh, Each One Teach mm -hmm. One Camp. 
That's but then dope. you just got to think, like, how many players doing like, it? Yeah, it's the culture. Kevin Garnett do it? Like, right, it's, Kobe, it's that culture. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe like Bryant go overseas. You got, you, you got yeah. players who are not even playing that are retired still have basketball camps it. and get these kids to come yeah. out. Ray Allen, yep. like you said, Kevin, right. KG. Kevin Gar- yep. It's a Kobe lot of Bryant. players. <clears throat> even right. um, um, Greg Anthony, he still has a big yep. camp for high school kids. Everybody. It's like, it's, it's crazy how all these kids and that exposure. Oh, you know, and that's why they really don't want to – Deal with college because with college because they get so much exposure mm-hmm. right. from NBA and going to all these camps. Yeah. They be like, why, why, why go to college yeah. for what? Right. I'm, it, I'm so exposed. I'm getting all this exposure from the NBA. Yeah. You know, I want to go straight there and yeah. do it. You know, and start my career. Right. Even look at somebody like Lavar Ball. He gets criticized a lot for his antics in the media, but he right. does the same thing from where he's from. Right. Zoe and the younger son and and Jello and Mello, they have a camp. Right. So all those kids who come from where they live at, you don't think they're gonna? Oh, I'm going to the I'm going to the ball camp. Right. You yep. know they have an NBA player. They got a big deal celebrity. His the ball ball celebrity. <laughs> he yeah, is. Right. He's a celebrity in, in the world today. Right. You know, so it's kind of like it's all over, bro. You don't have to be in LA. You don't have to right. be in New York. Everywhere they you have. See what your boy Lucas said. Um, Dockage. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. He said, yeah, go to Europe and then. But you see, NBA is so great because it's like, and Dockage like. Ty, what's up? What's up, Josh? Ty, what's good, bro? Like you, like it's 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 in such good hands because you know this is America. So yeah. like you're going to need like you're going to need that great white hope. Like the NBA was in some of the best hands when they had Larry Bird. The way it's yeah. like you giving white people like this hope, hope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like damn, <laughs> we got him balling too. I can hoop with Jordan oh, and Dominique. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you see Luca. You know what I'm saying? That's game skin to out here. Going. Going, and I think you know what I'm saying. I think Luca really got these kids overseas. He mm. like opening up, oh, yeah. like opening these guys' eyes that play overseas. Yeah. Like man, I played with this guy. Yeah, you know, and I held my own. I probably can go to the league and do the same thing he's doing. Dirk Nowitzki right. said it. Dirk Nowitzki, when I came into the league, because you know Dirk is like the most popular European player before Doc uh, right, Luca right. Dockage. Mm-hmm. So Dirk said, people barely even know who I am now at that age. It's all about Luca. Right. Like they did a like. I, and they put somebody put a video together what his country looks like, right. bro. This man, you you know the LeBron billboard they had in Cleveland, like right. when he has that over there. He a rookie. He a rookie. <laughs> right. Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all these kids who seen Luka stepping back and got a shimmy and he he basically like the European Steph Curry right now. Right. Yeah. But he will ham on you. And then there's money <laughs> over there. And you know what I'm saying? It's money. It's, it's opportunity for our kids to go over there. Like yep. the kids who can't get drafted, maybe not good go enough. Seas. You literally get to go mm-hmm. make a check playing yep. basketball. Ain't Brandon Jennings. Re- Brandon Jennings did it when he came out of high school. He's like, man, I'm not yeah. gonna go to university <laughs> and so and so. The main I'm thing we're over paid. there right. when you go over there and play, all that money is yours. 100 percent yours. Right. <laughs> Can I say something, something going on with LSU men? They cheat. They basketball team was cheating or some shit. I, I haven't seen I'll that today. Uh, I haven't seen that today. Yeah, I hadn't I'll heard about that. But you know yep. that it's good that the NBA will be going back to the age of 18. Um, I would like to see it happen before 2021. Right. You know, but you know, but we'll see. We'll see, man. man so all I said, you, if, if Zion. If Zion would have like, you know what, I'm finna go play in Europe. Damn this, I, it would have happened. I, like, it, 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 that would have been the step. But to see Zion get hurt yep. and to see the NBA like, damn, you see your future right before your eyes on the like, ground. On the ground, yeah. and like, okay, yeah. we got to do something. And I about feel this him. Shit. If the injury, let's and Lord forbid, you know, if Zion would have got seriously, seriously hurt, this conversation would have been 
Right. Right. Something totally different. The rule would be changed right now. But he's okay. And, you know, at least we're having a conversation. Right. All right. Uh, Fred's looking up some news, potentially. Um, But while he's looking at that, we're going to go ahead and transition to Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County in the city. All right. We're going to talk some high school basketball, man. Like it's playoff time. Me and Black are completely trash. Trash, um, man. We really, really wanted to get out. We still <laughs> may have an opportunity to catch a game on Tuesday, but we just didn't get to get a chance to get out there this season, and the season is almost over. Yeah. So I'm going to flip it to my over, yeah. I'm going to flip it to my man Black. Um, he going to fill us in on some uh, college. Um, excuse me, some high school basketball and yeah, man. We miss we fun times, man. We missing some fun stuff, man. We got. Regional, re, state regional uh, semifinals going on right now. Mm-hmm. First, I want to shout out Reigns Vikings girls mm-hmm. for making it to the final four in the state championship. Oh wait, Reigns girls. Yeah, Reigns girls. Reigns girls. Reigns girls. Reigns girls. They, what they, football girls did this year? Uh, they lost by yeah. one point to Bishop Kenny. When was yes. this? Yes. Last, uh, last week. Last week. Yes. When Reigns beat their road to the final four, Reigns beat Bowles uh, 58-45. And then mm-hmm. Reigns beat FSU Un- University High School 55-56 uh, game winner uh, that was hit to get to the Final Four. And their next game is uh, on the 27th at 2 o'clock. In, in Lakeland, they, they are playing Reigns versus Oxbridge Academy. And this game is for... To go to the to the championship. Bo- so that's boys or girls? That's girls. girls that's girls, okay. yeah. So shout out to Range Girls for all the success yeah. they're having on the court this shout year. That's, that's a good look for Range Girls because you never hear about Range Girls. Right. You shout know, for competing for the championship. So close. I'm like, how the hell Reebok got a national championship team every damn year? <laughs> yeah. We never hear about Range. These are the same neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking, I was talking to D when we was talking about everything, and he was like, Well, what happened with Reebok? I said, bro, they got bounced, bro. He was like, "Dang, you're not used to hearing Reebok right, getting girls, not them girls, girls getting bounced." So, but they still had a good season. Yeah, though. they had a good year. You know, they got they had a good the year. Playoffs. They said, and like Fred said, they got a national title. Right, right. They probably could be trash the rest of the existence. Yeah, yeah. Right. but when they you walk into that gym, right, that thing say natty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I want to give another shout out to uh, Class Two A uh, playoff contender Impact Christian Academy. If you haven't heard, uh, Impact Church, uh, they have a school. So their basketball yep. team is in the playoffs. So yep. c- congrats to them. They're, they got a game uh, on Tuesday as well. They're playing uh, They're playing. are the games at, at Fort Carolina Middle School. So it was interesting. But uh, they're playing Crossroads Academy out of Florida. That's their next game. And winner of this game goes to Lakeland for the state regional finals. So shout out to uh Impact Christian Academy. And then the fun for the big guys, Class 4A, Class 5A. You know, we got some good games that, that happened last week as well. Uh, we had uh, we had Providence. We had Providence go down. You know, Providence is a big name here in uh, Jacksonville when it comes to basketball. They lost to P.K. Young last week uh, to put them out the playoffs, 61-63. Who was NFBI? I mean, they say Denver Jackson is like the funnest teams there. What part of Christmas? NFUI. Talking about teams. NFUI. 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 Okay, I don't know. Yeah, we definitely got to look that up. Now, then we had uh, we. Who did we got here? Um, 
a class 5A, I'm sorry, class 5A, we had uh, Bose, Bose, Bose beat Fort White 64-46. Uh, and their next game is Tuesday. They play Jackson at Bose. Jackson so, at Bowl. Yes. That's what that's what he said. That was my man Jules. They yeah. say Jackson like one of the funnest teams to watch. Yeah, uh Jackson, Jackson has a pretty good team this year, so and and then Jackson uh last week they won their game as well. They Jackson played Bradford and they beat them sixty two to forty two. So you have we have a, a nice in <laughs> a nice Duval County matchup between Bowles versus Jackson. Uh, that'd be good to watch. But you know what? Not, not well, it's, inter- it's coming, man. It's coming. Like you, it's a lot of teams here. When I was when I was doing Ooh. when I was looking up everything, <laughs> I was hot. I'm saying like they they not only doing it in football, they starting to do it in basketball, basketball. and other sports now. But but we just talked about it, dog. <laughs> like the expanding of basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm they, saying? They, like, they go out in the country recruiting. And just they stay, do. man. They do. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, with the high school football, they going to get them kids. They started yeah. doing nine basketball. Yeah. Went yes, to South are. Africa to go get a fullback. They end up going to the group. Like, when they beat us, they up for that. South Africa. That, still in the South Africa to go get a fullback. It's a big deal. It's nice. a big deal. And yeah, we uh, also have uh, – University Christian as well. They're in the uh, they're in the playoffs, so uh, they're making a run. Their game last week they played McClay, and they beat McClay fifty three to thirty nine. Their next game is Tuesday night. All of the games are Tuesday night uh, this tomorrow. So every single game that I'm calling out is tomorrow. So if y'all out there want to find night. something to do, it's playoff time, high school basketball. Tuesday they go check night. these games out. So they're playing next week. Uh, UC is playing PK Young. Um, at home at University Christian, so that should be a good look too. And then we have the Class Six Eight uh, state semifinals as well. Last week, Orange Park versus Paxson. Last week in uh, forty five, Paxson beat. Yeah, Paxson. What, what, what happened? Paxson. No, Paxson beat Orange Park sixty two to forty five. Okay. And so we, their next game is Tuesday. Paxson plays Bishop Kenny. All right, Paxson. So we have we have some pretty good games. I'm shocked that Bishop Kenny's in it out of any other private schools. They've never been known to have anything decent in basketball period but uh another good game that's the game i think i'm going to go check out so i'm looking forward to that one and then you had the class uh 8a state regional semifinals you had last week you had uh fleming island 72 and you had um you had lee they played lee and lost to lee so that was a uh, another big game for lee so next week lee plays uh, no, 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 Fleming Island. Uh, Lee Generals, the Generals. Generals okay. Yeah, Lee Generals. That's the AAU. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. Okay, no, I'm wrong. Uh, Fleming Island played uh, FCHS. Uh, it's an out of town team, uh, and they beat that team seventy two to sixty three. So Fleming Island will be playing Lee on Tuesday, and Lee beat Oatleaf sixty six to forty five. So uh, we have some pretty good games lined up uh, this Tuesday. Uh, a lot of good basketball coming up. And these games are determining who goes to Lakeland to play in the state regional semifinals. So shout out to all the teams that made the playoffs and who's still making the run. Yep. We wish them all the best here in, in the city. So when are the, when, when are the regionals? When do the Lakeland games begin? Uh, regional start March 6th March in 6th. Lakeland. That'll be next week. And the women's like. are is March second. They're going on this weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, this week, okay. uh, yeah, this week. So look okay. out for that. Their games are early, like two and four o'clock, something like that. Okay. Yeah, just look up the times uh, for those games. So uh, I'm excited about this. This is a this is a fun time of year 
for basketball in this city. So, yes, you sir, know. playoff time. So I'm going trash. out. I'm going to go check out this game, Bishop Kenny and uh, Paxson tomorrow night. And, you know, we'll be, uh, be live and, you know, talking about some stuff on Twitter, going going live on Insta- on Instagram so y'all can some people can check it out. So, yeah, that's, that's our basketball talk for this week. Yes, sir. All right, high school basketball, man. My man Black gave us a rundown. Y'all catch out, catch some games, man. Let's show some support for the city. Anything that's going on, we accomplishing things and winning things, man. We want to put that out there. And coming in the future, man, we're going to be highlighting these athletes of the week or or the month, all the athletes Mm -hmm. around the city, man. We're going to be showing love in our city, man, and putting everybody um, on display, man, who out here doing these wonderful things. All right? So up next, I'm – Excited! I'm getting ready to go live again. We are getting ready to talk about. First of all, we're going to talk about some WWE, but we are going to highlight the run of the new Hall of Fame entry, Degeneration X. Mm. All right, we are getting ready to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that music. Oh. Yeah, that music. Call out, boy. <laughs> yeah. And the little video they used to play. Yeah, the little light. Yeah. The little light, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. When they performed that live at WrestleMania 14, it was oh, nuts. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Break it down. Yeah. And they was wild. Like, they, them boys come out to shoot spitting water and acting oh, crazy. They just man. matched. <laughs> You're right. Like, they vibe just matched, man. So, yes, yes, yes. Well, I remember I used to have my, my uh, DX shirt on Monday night. Ready to roll. <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Yeah, ready to roll. Yeah, um, we're going to get into this incredible, iconic. I say Pierce's greatest group ever. DX? Yeah. Okay, DX. okay. We get ready to talk about, man, uh, the absolute incredible run from the stable of D-Generation X. So we're going to give a little backdrop, and then we're going to go around the table, man, and share our fun memories and what DX meant to us. So back in 1997, all right, this group was formed. The original members were Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China and a lot of people don't acknowledge Rick Rude. Rick Rude <laughs> was an original member of the Generation X, and I kind of, kind of felt the way that they didn't have him uh-huh. a part oh, of the I entry, did. but I, I did because <laughs> he was a part of like the first leg of it. He, he you know, was, he was. But like he, but he, whatever, whatever DX. Um, the definition of it, like he just didn't fit it. He didn't you know fit, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't I think feel, he fit it. I don't think he would have fit. Yeah. In the totality of the group, oh. but just like the beginning stages, we just can't forget about that. Like he responsible for like he was an insurance policy, you know, the, mm-hmm. the suit and the briefcase. He used to put the black belt right. on and choke people out and all that for Sean and them. But he was an original member. So uh, formally, this group happened. Uh, just to give a little backdrop, not to bore you, but in 1997, uh, back in SummerSlam, Undertaker, then WWF champion, was defending against Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, of course, had his longtime beef uh, with um, Bret Hart, and uh, he cost the Undertaker unintentionally. He cost him the WWE title by hitting him with a chair shot after Bret spit in Michaels' face. After that, right. Shawn was able to turn heel, and he had the Hart Foundation on his neck, which was the <laughs> British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Jim the Anvil, Night Hart, and, of course, Bret Hart. So Shawn was out here ducking and dodging, and he acquired mm-hmm. Triple H, and of course, the ninth one in the world, China, which formed Degeneration X. And we're going to cover the first leg. The first leg, of course, began there and it ended with Stone Cold Steve Austin ending the first run of 
DX by becoming WWF champion at WrestleMania 14. Well, Tyson is a special guest. Correct. Free. So, yeah. to me, Shawn Michaels is top five for me, maybe top three for me personally. What, wrestling? Ooh. You no, know, just like figure in wrestling. Oh, figure. Oh, figure. I yeah. was about to say, I'm, oh, yeah, okay. figure, figure in wrestling. It's hard to kid. get me off of, it's hard to get me off of number one. For Shawn? Yeah. Yeah, he top five for me. Yeah, top five like, for me figure. You think Sean number one? I think he, Sean. I, I, I'm not mad at that. He remote because I look at look at the superstars before him, maybe like superstars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you had your Hogan, your Macho Warrior, Man, like your Ultimate yep. Man. Yep. But Sean Michaels, I mean, it was just like he changed the game, the whole game, and it's it. almost like he. I I won't say that he, oh, he just changed it, Dolo. But when you think about it, he did because also the boys was coming up. Yeah. Michaels kind of changed that thing by himself, man. Look, he was Ooh. like the. Ric Flair on steroids. Right. You know, oh. Flair was the first, you know, the flashy, right. the good looks, right. well dressed, right. like say what he wanna when say, pistol for a HBK can move, like no, aesthetically. But you put the ambiance of a Ric Flair on top of an athletic Please. freak, because that's what Sean was. Right. Sean was doing things that no one in wrestling was doing. Right. Coming off the top rows doing black flip, somersault. So as a whole, Sean is he there for me, dog. And right. for him to transition from the heartbreak kid, the, the sexy boy, because he was a lover boy. Like, right. all was. the women wanted him, <laughs> all right. the kids, and everybody wanted, wanted to be him. him. Right. Sean would get in the ring and do his thing. And for him to transition from that and say, you know what? This is just getting old. Right. It's getting old, and I kind of just want to be myself. Right. I want to be a dick. I want to be disrespectful. Yeah. I want to wave my finger in authority face. I, I want to do that. I want to spit in the face of these people who y'all say are the greatest of all time. He saved Bret Hart career too. Right. He saved yep. Bret Hart. Yep. Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels helped save Bret Hart. So yep. when you get these guys together. <laughs> I think it was a shock. I think that was a shock though when he turned heel to me because he was Shawn? so used to him being the sexy boy. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and when he got Fun into that. That attitude part of him, he was like, oh, man. He changed the game. Right. Yeah. And then you bring in Triple H. Back then, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Hunter was the uh, curtsy. You know, the real clean, taking the bow. Tight ponytail. <laughs> but you knew that Hunter had talent. Right. You seen the talent that Hunter had, and then he had his bodyguard, the ninth wonder of world China. And at that time, we had never seen a female specimen like that in wrestling. Never. Right. We've seen, you know, women wrestlers here and there that were cool. And honestly, back in the day, not to piss on women's wrestling. Anytime a women's match came on back in the day, yeah, before Sable was, them got there, <laughs> I took a bathroom break. <laughs> right. I probably ran upstairs. That, that's what it was for. They played Madden real quick. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, before that, Sable. They, were, they, they basically was on yeah. there to waste a little bit of time. Yeah, they were fillers. Right. They yeah. were giving yeah. us a break before <laughs> the home stretch of Raw, just to yeah. keep it real. <laughs> but the Night China debuted. You know, and this, I wish I had that clip. This McMahon and, and JR and the King, they sure knew how to sell yeah. a new character. Who is that? Oh, my God. Did you see the arms on her? Yeah, what in JR? Like, what is that? Oh, what? My God, I tell you. That got to be the ninth wonder. And it was crazy. And, you know, she came in and, you know, her and Triple H just started wreaking havoc. You know what I'm saying? His persona started to change. He wasn't curtsying. He right. became disrespectful and flamboyant as well. And right. it was like the perfect marriage to bring them together. And the Heart Foundation versus G- D-Generation Next early on was special, dog. Yes, right. it was. It right. was special because you had these two figures, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and then right. you had their backup 
you know, behind them. And we just saw a fantastic display of talent in that storyline. And they gave Sergeant Slaughter hell. They gave Vince McMahon <laughs> hell. Like, oh, DX, man. they just was wilding out. And they introduced the Attitude Era. People like to give Stone Cold the nod on bringing in the Attitude Era. He, he assisted Michael, it. It right. was Shawn Michaels and it was that DX group. They, right. they brought it to the doorstep. Because USA was threatening to let WWE go, yep. the USC Network. Because they were like, yo, they named Shawn Michaels by name. Right. They named Triple H by name. They say, these guys, right. they pushing it. Right. We, we tired of paying these fines every right. week. We mm-hmm. tired of paying them. And Shawn was like, bro, right. Vince, he told Vince you in an interview ready. that I saw on the Shawn Michaels story, he said, I looked at Vince McMahon. He said, Vince, we're the WWL. Right. USA Network need us. We don't need yep. them. Yep. And Vince was like, when Shawn told me that, <laughs> By God, Sean, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then and, and when he said that, it just took off. And USA was like, look, yep. we just going to have to change the TV sticker to TV 14, yeah. language, violence, and, right. and sexuality. We just going to have to lose it, the TV PG rating because right. Shawn Michaels and DX introduced that. Right. All right, so moving along, they had a reign of terror, man. Shawn was champion. Triple H was European champion. They had their run, and it came to an end. At WrestleMania 14, if you haven't seen it, if you don't oh, know the storyline of WrestleMania 14, mm-hmm. where pretty much Shawn Michaels passed the torch, Stone Cold Austin. Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, special referee. Yeah. The whole spectral of WrestleMania 14 was special, yeah. dog. Man, it yeah. was unbelievable. It was special, yeah. dog. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels uh, left the WWE due to a back injury. Yeah. After, and if you want to know what Shawn got hurt, because a lot of people don't know what Shawn got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was earlier that year in 1998, casket match versus right. The Undertaker. Get his back off that casket. Correct. Undertaker back body drop Sean over the top rope, and Sean landed on the edge of the casket oh, yeah, on his lower yeah. back. And Sean literally drug himself through the rest of that year. Right. Because he was getting ready to give up the title. He was right. like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can get to WrestleMania to face Austin. And this right. was like, Sean, <laughs> if you can do if there's any ounce of you that can do it. Mm-hmm. We need you because you're the only one. Right. You and Austin at 14, no one else can do this. Right. We don't have anybody have else. Yeah. Right. They don't want to see Bret Hart no it. more. <laughs> you're right. it. So Sean was able to do it, and that introduced Sean leaving, Triple H taking over the reins. Right. And that's when everything got fun. Right. Oh, yeah. Really fun. So I want right. to go around the table, man, and just want to get your thoughts on D-Generation X. Uh, from that point on versus the nation and the mm. rock versus triple H, all that man, where y'all at? Right. Man, like <laughs> I can remember like this like in the back of my head, man, the generation X was like <laughs> the the group yes, for Breon. me, man. It, it was the group for me. Uh New Age Outlaws was yes, one sir. of my favorite tag teams. Usher yeah. man. Usher <laughs> so man. I'm like, man, it was it was crazy like to see them on Monday nights come in in the military with the, yeah. with, the uh, with the uh the tank, the, the tank yeah, you know, right. and just yeah. destroy everything in his path yep. Yep. and taking over Raw. Yep. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's insane, man. I'm happy that they're going into the the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame. man, yes. and uh, yes. I think when Triple H took over, man, he just took it to it's another a new level. level. Yeah, that's true. You know, right. he that's took true. it to a whole nother level. I mean, that's true. every every night seemed like it was carnage when they was on Monday that's Night Raw. That's true. So that's true. That's <laughs> it was fun, I, and they gave they gave uh, the Rock, Stone Cold, 
hell. Every every episode, pay per view, right. Monday night, it was always hell for those guys. But it was fun. Those were really fun times. Yeah. In right. the Attitude Era, and I enjoyed every single one of them. Yeah. 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 It was like the all of them was constantly because you know usually you need somebody to put you over. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, and it's like during that Attitude Era. Like the young guys was putting each other over, yep. like not saying that they were just so quick. Cause you see, there's a lot of politics behind that shit. That yeah, is very interesting. Even with the, I watched the New Age Outlaws interview the other day, and this was before Road Dog and Hunter kind of got back cool, and he kind of. So this is a while ago that they did it, yeah. And they were just like, you know, um, they came to them at first and was supposed to get Road Dog and just um, Road Dog and Billy Gunn to join. Uh huh. And then uh, Triple H was like, nah, they ain't hot enough. You know right. what I'm saying? They ain't hot enough. Right. And they said, like, four more Raws <laughs> went by. Yeah. And they say, this nigga Road Dog coming down the aisle. Them over everywhere. Like, yeah, bring <laughs> them. Like, bring so them in. Yep. Right. So that amplified the yep. group. But I want to go back and watch those Raws. Because what I remember without me have, going back and watching Rolling. them, up, like, I could, just, I could just remember, um, like, Triple H standing in the ring and, like, introducing them. Like, yeah. bringing X Pac out. One at a time. Road, right. One at a time. Yep. And you could just feel it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, right, it, yeah. it's happening, you yeah. know. So it was, I, man, I yeah. love DX, man. Yeah, and, you know, with Triple H, you know, Sean got it going. But Sean was such a superstar that it was revolved around Sean. Right. Yeah. You right. know, and then with Hunter, Hunter was on his way. Like, he, was, he wasn't right. a superstar quite yet, but right. he was knocking at the door. And then when you bring in X-Pac, you bring right. in the New Age Outlaws, you already had China. You bringing these young, flamboyant, vibrant new characters that's mm-hmm. just like this youth movement. Right. And then you have these other pieces that coronated in the Nation of Domination versus yeah. the D, the Degeneration oh, X. Oh man. You got the rock. The he's right he's right there with Triple H. Right, right. He's right there with right. him. Mm-hmm. You know, so you bring him in the faction of Nation of Domination. You got a D Lo Brown. <laughs> right. You bringing in a young Mark Henry. Like putting each other you, over. Yeah, you right. got you got uh, uh the Godfather who transitioned to his right. thing in, in the nation and then you had Farouk. And it was like Farouk, I saw an interview with Farouk and Farouk said I I was watching the new age out. I was watching the DX and the Nation rivalry, and I was like, I don't belong in this. Right. I can't keep up. And for for Root to go to McMahon and say, "You got to get me out," right. like I can't, like I'm going to screw this up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "What?" Right? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, you went there and to Vince McMahon and got out of the hottest situation that you could have been in. Right. But that just lets me know that he understood the game. Yeah, right, he, right. He understood that I need to get out of these young boys' way. Right. And catapult it. Because let's keep it real. Farouk was the leader of the nation. Triple H was the leader of DX. Are we going to want to watch that? Right. Absolutely not. Absolutely nah. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No so, right. you know and, the Rock, and The Rock was way on, well on his way. Well so on his had, way. So they had to do that. Well right. on his way. He put him over. I, like, I can remember, like, and this one you say that. Yeah, yeah. like, it, you could set tell, like, set him up because yeah. I just can remember he was giving them gifts out. Yeah. And you just knew you could just feel these <laughs> things. Like, the other two eras, one of the most genuine eras because it's like, even though it's storylines and all that, you could just feel, okay, he giving out Rolexes. And but you see this big square, and you know it's a picture. I knew it as a kid. I'm like, no, that's a picture of the rock. It's an autographed picture of the rock. In the the continental title. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. D Lo Brown and all the boys, they laughing at their rolling. And the rock say, Farouk, the rock has something special for you, Farouk. Come right on over here. You gave the rock a chance. You gave the rock a chance when nobody else would give the rock a chance. Open that. He's talking about big boy. Talking about open that up, big boy. So Farouk said, "Oh man, you shouldn't have, man. Oh, you shouldn't have, man." Farouk ripped back over that wallpaper, and the rock standing there with his 
$500 glasses with that polo shirt and them little shorts. How you like that about The Rock? Your very own, your very own commemorative portrait of the people's champ. Man, y'all remember that D-Lo Brown strut, man, coming Bro. to the ring? That was so hard. That Bro. was so hard, man. And we're going to dedicate some time to the nation, too, you know, down yeah. the line. We're going to do that because... They played a big part like DX. Like, they were yeah, the they highlight did, of Monday uh, Night Raw. They DX were. versus the Nation. And that rivalry went on for two straight for years. Did, yeah. And what came of that rivalry? The superstar yep. of Triple H and the superstar of The Rock. Of the Rock. The Rock. Those intercontinental yep. title matches, those ladder matches that they had. Yep. Those, those are, if you haven't seen the 1996 SummerSlam, Triple H versus The Rock for the intercontinental title ladder match, <laughs> I have wrestling fans yeah, out there, <laughs> go watch that match. Yeah. Not just Triple H and The Rock. The entire factions got involved. Right. Everybody was involved in that match. And you just saw, like, yeah, this is gonna wrestling going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna you know, special. so D-Generation X as a whole, and just to show some shine to the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn wasn't the best on the mic. He just had the talent and the flamboyance without the mic. Mm-hmm. Right. But you brought in the road dog, who's basically the mouthpiece of both of them, yeah. who wasn't the best athlete. He wasn't the best wrestler. Right. He pretty much was like an entertaining before his mic skills. But right. you put both of them together, and they had that reign of tag team title, tag team champions as they had. Each faction in DX was their own. X-Pac was a European champion mm-hmm. and went along with Kane to be tag champion. New Age Outlaws did they think China went away and did her own thing, became a women's champion. Mm-hmm. China was the first ever female Right. Intercontinental champion. A lot of people don't remember that. Yeah, how about she held that championship. She was That's intercontinental crazy. champion, dog. About that. So God. it's like these people had magnificent moments, bro. Right. You know, as individuals as well as the group. Right, the new age outlaws. <laughs> you hear JR? You hear him? Double G. He was the best, Yo, bro. Billy Gunn, they have my, remember, he had my favorite. He only said a couple words hey, in there. Well, you got to play. You don't like that. That's the worst for you. And he was saying so hard, dog. You thought his throat was about dog, Jesse James. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that on. New York City. The best, dog. What about the kick that shit is minute? It's live TV. Children of all ages. Proudly presents to you. Tag Team Champions of the World. Yes. Jesse James, the badass Billy Good. Crowd control was nuts, man. It was, man. It was nuts. Every night. Every, every night. night. Every single night. Every night. Not a night off. You every night. <laughs> every night. And, 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 and that's just a testament to that group, man. Yeah. Like, they was really and, – and honestly, dog, um, it's, it's DX or NWO, which either side of the fence that you want to go on for the greatest groups of all time. Right. You know, it's – You've had these other groups there. You got like the Shield and the right, Four the Horsemen, and it's not like but it's bro, different, man. They had it's the opportunity different. to really, really push the limit, dog. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they did that. 
Yep. And D-Generation X will always be remembered for that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Even even after everything dwindled away and you had the two original members come back later in their career, Sean and Triple H, they still they had still the pop. Right. People were still saying, suck it, two words for you. Like if, right. if they wanted it. to come out on Monday Night Raw. Right now. Right now. It right. would go crazy. Pop. It would go crazy. Yeah, and on that yep. 25 year anniversary for Monday Night Raw uh, last year, they all came together. Oh, everybody man. was there. Sean, was the New Age, iconic. everybody right. was there. X Pop. And they got in that ring and shut it down, right. bro. And it's like, oh, man. Speaking of that, okay, I'm glad you said that. Because okay. I, I brought this up on Twitter yesterday. And I, and uh-huh. I feel like when people hear this, like this Sting versus Triple H match, like, I went back and watched that. And I want y'all to just go back and just watch the whole thing because it's such a great moment. Yeah. And when I was like, it's a top five, like it was a top five like match and just wrestling. I, th- I think even match, it was okay. just okay. for them to pull that off at that age. At that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like they put a quality match on, yeah, like the finish, the finishers, like you, you you ain't really know who was gonna win at a point. It was. It was like, damn, they really gonna let Steen get over on Triple H at one point. Yeah. Then he kicked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then Triple H come to do it. Then yeah. you had DH come out. <laughs> yeah. You had NWO, NWO come out, yeah. and it was the it, they ain't look. Even though you could tell, okay, these boys, we yeah, wanted this different. ten years ago. It was like just the it facts. couldn't get more perfect. Yeah, just you know what I'm saying. That it happened. It happened. It ended it had, a whole it, it era. Had to do that. They had right. To. right. Yeah. It, it, it capped off a whole era. Like we yep. have no Decades. more unanswered questions. Yep. Like we seen first Triple H, DX first NWO. We seen it. 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 So I don't think you get more special than that, man. It was great. You right that. Yeah, that match was great. I think it was WrestleMania 31, I think it was. I think, it may have been thir- 30. I, 30. No, I think 30, yeah. It might have yeah. been Sting versus uh, you can catch it on YouTube or the WWE Network and get the full right. uh, glimpse of it. But Fred is right. That was a moment because even when DX showed up first, you didn't, you ain't know you didn't the think that NWO was coming out. So when the, you look at the top of the ramp and the music starts, <laughs> you and you see and Triple H just plays it off so well. He's looking like – and then you see – X Pac and them boys looking right. like, and Sting stands up and right. Hogan comes down doing the guitar. <laughs> and even though Hall was just like battered and bruised right. trying to no, get down, he got down, flipped. I, I forgot that he got flipped on his back. Yeah. Is he finna do yeah. the little race? The and they flipped on the back. And he like, took that bump. You know what, what I'm saying? So and yeah, then right. Sean, I totally Sean. forgot Sean Michaels came out after yeah. all that. Sean. The sweet yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, um. yeah. So it was, it was a great moment. You're right. But that faction, that group, Degeneration X, I can't wait to see them be entered into the Hall of Fame because yeah. you know they're going to put on the show. Oh, yeah, you know they are. And, all, and thank yeah, God, thank that, God all the members are still alive except right, China, China. You know, right. rest in peace to China. Um, but the majority of the members will be on stage and we will get to see, right. you know, one more time all of right. those gentlemen, you know, be entered into the and Hall of Fame. And they had a uh, ceremony on USA, right? It'll be on, on the WWE Network, oh, it but is. it'll be they're gonna re-air it on USA the Monday after WrestleMania. Okay. So okay, if you can't right. catch it on the network, you can catch it on USA uh, month before Monday Night Raw. Right. Um, so yeah, man. So shout out to DX, man. We was uh, it felt good to talk about that, man. We have a platform here where we can reminisce oh, and, and man, get it off right. our chest, and it's okay. WWE it's Network fun. is awesome, man. It's, like, it's, I think it's, it's the greatest invention. It's just like bread. It's the greatest invention. Last night I got home, the Knicks and Spurs went off, and I'm like, man, ain't nothing on TV. <laughs> It's not no real be on that shit. Like, you can and I just turn it on. Bro, you can literally go on there, man. I'm in 97 right now. You can just literally go on there and just sit back and just watch for hours, man. Yeah. All the and it's like you've never seen it before. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's like you've never seen it before. But you I see go it to like, YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah, you I go, go to YouTube a lot, and then like I just be like, 
like top twenty. Trying to find out the moments. You know, the yeah. top twenty most um best comebacks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't know home. Angle had when Angle came back. He was in that all gold, mm-hmm. the Keystador suit. Yeah, and he had the yeah. Angle yeah. slam. Yeah. Like that was a great moment, I, man. I came across something with uh Kim Shamrock when he was raising, raising Kane. Him. Yeah. Right, right. Oh man, it was it's crazy. Great. Yeah, that W that WWE Network. If you don't got it, like you might want to get that because it's never. Ending. Not only yeah, is WWE ending. there, <laughs> WCW is there yep. too. So yep. you can go back and see it all. And like Fred, right now I'm in a transition. I started at 1996, mm-hmm. and right now I'm in 1998. So I'm a little ahead of Fred. So mm-hmm. I'm going by each year. I'm literally revisiting these pay per views. Yeah, right, me too. I'm literally yep. revisiting one, and I'm and you forget so much, and not dog. so much, dog. And not just and not just the pay per views, the Monday night, the, night, the, the Nitro, Rose, the Raw, the SmackDown, all of it's there. Right, everything. A Monday night, every show was good. Yeah. Nitro, Raw. From, 19, from 1997 up until, I want to say 2000. Yeah. Yep. Every, every Monday show. night, yeah. if you missed something, you missed it, dog. Yeah, you did. And you didn't have the ability to go back and watch it. Right. Like it, you do yeah, now. It used, right. to be, it used to be days after Monday night, we'll call each other, bro, what we missed. Yeah. Something, bro. Yeah. Like right. something so, was happening. We wanted to know yeah. if we missed. We yeah. hated not knowing what happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not like that no more with wrestling. And I hate that, man, because wrestling was in our era, the attitude era. It was such. It was football. Uh, that's yeah, football game in Monday night football. Like you rather watch that than watch football every week. Every week. Every week. NBA. Everybody. If you went up against Raw, you lost. If you the hottest TV show, you lost. So yeah, shout out to the network. But before we leave WWE, we want to touch on two things. We definitely want to give a huge, huge shout out to one of the legends, one of the legends of our time. All right, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, has turned seventy years old and it was a beautiful beautiful moment on um social media this past week uh trip uh triple h rick flair's wife now wife um threw a surprise birthday party uh for the nature boy and he was brought to tears you know and everybody who was in the building from triple h charles barkley todd Gurley, dennis rodman um, just on and on. Holyfield was in the on and yeah. on and on. These people showed their love and their admiration. And I, Offset put out a tweet. He was so pissed he couldn't make it because mm. his album was coming out. But Offset was invited as well right. to come to the party. He said, "Bro, I I, I want to be there." Right. He said, "Like where I am right now, I don't want to be here. I want to <laughs> be there." So I thought that was pretty cool. For somebody like Offset, one of the staples in our culture, and today mm-hmm. um, to say, um, hey, hey, you know, Ric Flair is somebody who should be celebrated and represented. So, you know, we've talked about Ric Flair on this podcast uh, a few times, but I, I, I do want to say that without Ric Flair and somebody here, I ain't going to call no names, need to go watch the 30 for 30 of <laughs> Ric Flair so he can get it into its <laughs> proper perspective of the nature boy but without rick flair and let's just keep it real like rick flair was a superstar before hulk Hogan. he was right you know right. rick flair was a super, he was the first ever superstar wrestler yeah and it kind of gets thrown under the rug a lot you know what i'm saying that people just automatically go to hogan as he's the one engineer wrestling no right. sir but those nwa days and those awa days was around and it wasn't too many wrestling factions rick flair was the man right. he was he introduced the lifestyle the right. fashion style oh, and the profile that, that you was, still see today to this day yep. to Black this day love, and not just in wrestling yeah. 
it, not just it, in wrestling. Yeah, in everywhere. music, yep. everywhere, yep. everywhere yep. you see yep. it, and I think that's why people love him so much. He's they so see, celebrated. They seen him coming up yeah. when they were kids, and that persona, that flash, yeah. <laughs> those Gucci, those Gucci loafers, those. He hit his <laughs> <laughs> he hit his music. <laughs> It's no. iconic, man. It's iconic. Jesus, the, the skin. I got chills, bro. <laughs> I got chills right now, man. So yeah, Flair, Flair is somebody who should be celebrated. I'm glad that he is being celebrated, and we definitely want to take some time here to reduce lunch at your sports news desk to say happy birthday, Nature Boy. Happy yeah, birthday, birthday, Nature yes, Boy. Sir. Yes, sir. All the right, so boy. yes, sir. So before we get out of here, we do want to touch on one more thing in wrestling. We want to talk a little Kofi Kingston. We want to talk Kofi Kingston. And if you don't know who Kofi Kingston is, he's been in the WWE for about 10 to 12 years now. He's always been an electric performer. He's always been an electric talent, but he's never really gotten that push. He is a former Intercontinental Champion, multiple tag champion. And, of course, he's a part of the New Day right now in WWE, a popular uh, entity in wrestling right now. But Kofi Kingston, over the last month or so, has been getting a push to become WWE champion. And before you guys go, I want to touch on how important that I think that is that he is being pushed. Number one, for obvious reasons, I don't have to say. He's a he's black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say exactly. what it is, okay? And we haven't had, we have probably had, I believe, three, three African-American world champions and I only can remember two off the top of my head. You had Ron Simmons, who was former WCW world champion in WCW. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you had The Rock, all right, who was uh, former multiple-time WWE champion. But when you look at Ron Simmons from back in the day, sculpt the Greek god, massive, massive physique, right. you know, real beautiful-looking man carrying that mm-hmm. title. I can yeah. see why they chose him. Same right. thing with The Rock. But when you look at Kofi Kingston, Right. Kofi Kingston is a rebel, dread-headed, yes, he is. wild, high-flyer yes. yes. who is not your typical look for a champion. And I think WWE will be making a grave mistake. I don't care if you give Kofi Kingston that title for 24 hours. Right. Give, give him, him that moment. Mm-hmm. The, I watched the Elimination Chamber. I watched the whole thing, the uh-huh. whole match, excuse me, the whole match when he was going for it. When him and Daniel Bryan was in that cage, the mm-hmm. heat and the pop that he had, right. oh, it, it was, was ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it was insane. The crowd was chanting, Kofi Kingston, the whole match. And what leads me to believe that he will become champion at Fastlane on March 17th, Triple H kind of came out the following night and co-signed mm-hmm. what we all saw at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, they don't do this often where a Triple H would come out and kind of say, give it up for Kofi Kingston. Hell right. of a talent. You know, he showed his athleticism and why he is a top superstar. That doesn't really happen in wrestling. It right. doesn't happen. So he has a WWE championship match with Daniel Bryan on March 17th at Fastlane. And like I said, I yeah. do not care if you give it to him for you 24 hours. I don't care if he it wins it him, Sunday man. and he loses it back to Daniel Bryan on Tuesday night. Because let's keep it real. Daniel Bryan probably will go into WrestleMania WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Don't miss this moment, WWE. Don't right. do it. Don't miss it. I just hope they don't. And I'm really excited to follow what's going to be happening these next couple of weeks. So I want to kind of hear you guys of what you know about Kofi mm-hmm. and what you think that moment would be like for him to be champion. 
I think it'd be a good look for him. We, uh, we talked about this. I was like, man, I was shocked. I'm, I like the push that he's giving Kofi because Kofi has been around so long. long I think they should. I honestly think they should put it on Kofi until WrestleMania I, and make I something agree. happen. Okay, I agree. So, <clears throat> so I don't know who it be. It be Daniel Bryan. Maybe it be someone else. I don't know who it is. But I think they should. If he wins it, he, they should keep that on him until WrestleMania. Because okay. I think that'd be a good look for SmackDown because okay. he's one of the popular, you know, faces on SmackDown okay. in the right. WWE right now. So. Man, I'm 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 in love with. It. I love what he's doing. Um, I didn't get to see all of the Elimination Chamber, but the little bit that I did see, mm-hmm. it from what I seen, it was a great match. I'm happy to see what Kofi is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to mm-hmm. see that Triple H Triple H realizes it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hope they do it, man. I think they need to do this, like you say, for the WWE and for SmackDown. I think that'd be great for SmackDown. I think they'll be taking a step up if they put it on Kofi. Even bigger than that, <laughs> it'd be big for the culture, dog. Yeah. Like. The youth is controlling WWE these days. Like, old mm-hmm. hands like us, like, we're kind of, like, reminiscing on what it was. Right. And our heights. Right. But look at the crowd when you watch wrestling these days. It's full of children. Yep. It is. It's full of kids. And these kids need to see a symbol of somebody like Kofi Kingston that is possible. Because right. when Kofi first started, no one in the millionaires yeah. would say this dude would ever be in a position to be called world champion. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now look at the opportunity. And and ultimately, it's going to come down to Vince McMahon saying, hey, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? And right. and I just think, you know, I just hope it happens, man. I just hope it happens. Yeah, Kofi Mania is trending um, on Twitter. And it's a lot. It's Seth Rollins. Everybody pretty much want this. Like, it's, I'm seeing a lot of bun- WWE superstars yeah. coming out. The Iron Sheik even came out and was like, yeah, Kofi Manny, I'm Let's with it. it. You know, and I agree with Ernest. Like, I, there's no reason. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Daniel Bryan, uh, superstar. Superstar. You know what I'm saying? He is. And it is a little weird watching him heal. You know what I'm it saying? It is. It's weird a little bit. It's getting tiring. But I think you put that on Kofi and you go into WrestleMania, your problem solved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you looking for male superstars and you literally have a chance to have this dynamic that's like when Booker T first came in. Like, it's like you got to reset the clock on. Because, you know, The Rock is, you know, here and there moves. And it's like you got this black, athletic, you know what I'm saying, can talk. Yep. Can, I mean, every all Good the energy. tools is yep. there. You know what I'm saying? Great all performer the, in the ring. All the tools is yep. there. Like, you have it now. And pounce on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, New Day, y'all, but that's one of the most popular things. It is. Yeah, y'all, they got is. a damn and cereal. cereal. And, 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 and stores. In stores, though. Booty on Booty Think about it. In the history of WWE, WWF, uh-huh. the only really high flyer, that uh, small guy that we seen in champion was Rey Mysterio. Right. In my eyes, I, that, that, I, that yeah. I can remember was Rey right. Mysterio. At that size. Did they ever give it to Jeff? At his size. At his Jeff, size. Jeff Hardy was. They, they gave it to him like a night. Yeah, like he lost it like the next no, night, no, no, didn't no, no, he? Oh, no, he had no, a multiple time champion. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Jeff a multiple yeah, time champion. I forgot about Jeff. I yeah. forgot about Jeff. Multiple time champion. I must be thinking about the first time he won. You really don't see many high Triple H on SmackDown. Right. And Triple H quickly got it back <laughs> at the pay per view. But right. yeah, yeah, that that you're right about that. You usually don't see the high flyers uh, yeah, you're right. as as champions. You're and I right. think it's a when they do put it on them, it's it's, it's so big for yeah. WWE yeah. that uh they need to go with this. Yeah. And I really believe that this will up it up uh make it good for for Wrestle leading into WrestleMania. 
yep. we have something looking at on for SmackDown, and then something you know, of course, we have what's going on with Raw. So I think yep. they should do it. I, I think really it'll think be. And now that I'm thinking about it, man, because Fastlane is the last pay per view before yeah. WrestleMania, and you know what? That would be dope if yeah. you let Kofi get the title at Fastlane, and even let him make it to WrestleMania yeah. to defend. And even if he loses a Daniel Bryan, right. we've got enough. We've seen right. it. Yeah. We can go back in history and always right. revisit the fact that this man had his time. Right. So you're right about that. Like, you know, I, I think that'd be dope because I'm looking at the challengers and on PWI.com, which is a wrestling uh, website where they predict storylines. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is on his way back and they are predicting Kevin Owens to make his return at Fastlane and possibly be challenging Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania uh, this year. That will be one of the matches. I love Kevin Owens. I think mm-hmm. he is dope, but his time ain't right now. Yeah, right. It's, it's just right. not. And I wouldn't be off of him not even making WrestleMania this year. Like, let him reset right. the day after WrestleMania. But that's a whole nother story. But I think the WWE investment man got to realize, like, we got a chance here to do something really dope. Right. And I hope Triple H and Road Dog and all these people who are agents say, hey, Vince, this is just undeniable. Like, we right. got to do this, man. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Kofi, and we, we hope it happens. So, okay, guys, you know, that's our WWE, WWF talk. Shout out DX, Kofi Kingston, and most importantly today, the Nature Boy, Rick Flair, on his seventh birthday. Boy. All right, all right, all right. We're going to get into some real – Real serious situations here. We have UFC 235 that will be taking place this Saturday night. I'm gonna go down this card, and uh, we're gonna get into it, man. And like I said earlier when we started the show, if you a mediocre or watered down or occasional MMA fan and you want to be put over the edge, this Saturday night is the fight. And let's throw at the top. The main event, you have 23-1 and one light heavyweight champion Johnny Bones Jones Who defending his to? crown. Disqualification. Disqualification, okay. Uh, Matt the Hammer Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's around here. We ain't even in the UFC. Hey. We're around here with a win against John Jones somewhere making money off of it, which right. is trash. Anyway. Like he did an illegal elbow. Yeah, over the top of the head. The John top, split man. him open. Oh, man. Man. So you got light heavyweight champion Johnny Bones Jones getting ready to face a surging Anthony, Anthony Smith. Smith at That's 31 and 13. He's won four straight in the UFC since transitioning to light heavyweight. He has not lost at light heavyweight. Um, this fight came about after John won the title against Alexander Gustafsson. In the uh, post-media fight, Anthony Smith and John Jones got into it on live TV. And John tried to pull his card, and Anthony didn't back down. And I applaud Dana White. At first, I didn't really understand. I'm like, man, it's got to be a bigger fight. But in this totality, now that I see it, Dana made the right call, giving this kid a shot. All right, moving Moving down, which I think is going to be an outstanding matchup. You have welterweight champion, 19-3, Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley, <laughs> going into facing 14-1. That was great, everybody. 14-1, Kamua Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. At 14-1, he has never lost in the UFC. He is on a 10-fight win streak in the UFC. His only fight that he lost was his second fight ever. So he is on a 12-fight win streak. I all feel right? like this could have been a main event, man. Yeah, for one for John just, Jones. For one for John Jones. Yeah. Ooh, um, and then we have good. we have Robbie Lawler, excellent fighter, former welterweight champion, exciting fighter, 
welcoming Ben Askren from Fight One Championship, who was undefeated at 18 and 0. This is his first fight in the UFC. Backdrop on this fight. Ben Askren was traded for Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson straight up. UFC and Fight One traded those two fighters to their respective organizations. What happened to Demetrius? He fell well, off? No, he wanted to follow his uh, coach. Okay. His coach left and became president of Fight One Fighting. And he wanted to fight, uh, I can't remember his coach's name, but he wanted to follow him there. He didn't want to wait and get another coach. So he left, which I think is a shame because Mighty Mouse is a superstar. Yes, right. And um, kind of crazy how the stars align. He loses to Henry Sejudo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he was able to leave because yeah. he wasn't champion. All right, then we have two We have a we, uh, two women's fight. We uh, Women's strawweight, Tisha Torres, who's a great, exciting fighter at 10-3. and three. We'll be fighting the dangerous Willie Shang. All right, she is a dangerous fighter um, on this fight. And then we have former lightweight champion, no, bantamweight champion, excuse me, Cody Garrett-Brandt, 11-2. He'll be facing up-and-coming Pedro Munoz who is a dangerous knockout and submission artist. All right, so that's a dangerous yeah, fight, that's a good fight for right Cody. Right um, but we're going to go back up to the top, man. We are going to go back to the top. We are going to talk. John Jones and Anthony Smith. We're going to go around the table, and we're going to give our thoughts, man. Where you at, Black? You think Anthony Smith got a legit shot to dethrone the king? Well, everyone has a shot. Okay. Uh, I don't think he has a chance. I don't think uh, – I don't think John Jones is going to overlook. Yeah, I don't. I don't think John Jones is going to overlook this kid. So uh, he's going to be ready, and he showed against Gustafson like when he, you know, locks in, he's very, very dangerous. So yeah, man, I like John Jones to win this one by uh, submission and knockout second round. Second round. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have breaking news. <laughs> Into the reduced lunch action sports news desk. I said we have breaking news. Into the reduced lunch action sports news desk. Former WWE heavyweight champion, former Universal heavyweight champion Roman Reigns just announced on WWE Monday Night Raw that he is cancer free. Roman Reigns will be resuming his WWE career in a couple of weeks. Uh, wow. WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania. I told, I said, call it at the uh, beginning of the show yeah, again. Roman <laughs> Roman Reigns just announced on Monday Night Raw, and I'm so happy for him because he they need him. Right. He is officially Do they have a clip man, they cancer gotta, free. I'm see if I can find a clip, man. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a clip out there. Clip. We gotta see. We gotta put that on. He is cancer free. I'm finna send it to you. Because I, the way I'm looking at it now, like, because oh, okay. the way I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, if if he w- was announcing his retirement, like, I just did it there. Right. I'm thinking maybe after WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Like, or maybe like. Yeah. You don't he, do it in this he, he right now. He's too big to start a man. He just getting like really getting started. Right. Like, he, yeah. He is getting on, started. Man, like, like his health, his health. Wow. His man. health. So yeah, man, that is breaking news into the news disc that Roman Reigns. So I wonder what they do with since he's coming back in a couple of weeks. What they gonna do with him at WrestleMania? We'll see. That's I mean, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think. There's so many probably possibilities. He had, he had the belt before. He know, was champion. He was champion. He was champion. He, yeah. he relinquished it and. Now Brock Lesnar has it. All right. So um, we're going to, you know, we're going to work on some clips to try to get that um, 
playing here, so we'll have it on our when show. Here we go. I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled and I'm so honored to announce this. We'll get, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Let's crawl before we walk and walk before we can run. But uh, the good news is I'm in remission, y'all. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. Big news, man. That's big news. Big for WWE. Big news, cause he's been gone since um, I think he relinquished the title in November. So he's he's been mm-hmm. he's been gone, he's been gone since November. So thank God, you know, they were able to get in there and he was able to fight and you know get that thing into remission, man. So mm-hmm. I know what it's like to you know deal with stuff like that. So you know that's mm-hmm. a big big thing for him and his family. All right? Yeah, right. So shout out Roman Reigns. All right. But we're gonna get back to UFC 235. All right. Um, so Fred, 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 you become a fan of Anthony Smith. Yeah, yeah, I said it earlier. Like I okay. see, since I said this what are you highlight, doing, man? Like I can't sit up here and lie. Like I'm not is like I ain't seen the um. Like I remember I called a couple Josh Koscheck fights, and it was like just because I seen them fight, yeah. and I'm like, man, this kid can fight that. So I haven't seen this guy. I seen the highlights, but the thing that I like is his size. You know what I'm saying? When I get in there, like, you look at a nigga like, uh, the, who the, the, the chubby guy he keep fighting that he, his nemesis, basically. Uh, Dan, Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier, yeah. okay, right. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Cormier is not giving me the body type that I need to that intimidate. Because he, um, to beat him. Jones got the most intimidating body type that yeah. you've probably ever seen. Yeah. He's like uh, Anderson Silva on steroids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At he- Anderson Silva at heavyweight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got this guy who coming in here looking like a the middle linebacker for the Cowboys. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? I, off that alone, like I'm giving him a shot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we get in there, we get shot now. Is he going to take him down? All this other stuff. Hey, who knows? But this guy knocking people out. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. I, don't sleep on my guy, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Um, am I giving Anthony Smith a shot? Yeah. I, I, I. In, in, in MMA, there's a, there's a shot. When you do that for a living, you could hurt somebody really bad. Okay. Uh, now, now let's get back to reality here. Um, I could be wrong, man. And I've seen Anthony Smith fight twice. His last fight against Shogun Hool who's an older fighter who shouldn't even been in there with him, for what it was worth, he destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Anthony Smith sacrificed Shogun Hool, uh, <laughs> and it was really bad. Like, he really put Shogun out of his misery. And I was impressed I by I that. I think I've seen him. Like, yeah. yo, Shogun I got sent it to you. Beat. I yeah, sent it to yeah. you so you can kind of reflect. But um, John Jones is so methodical outside of actually fighting. He's IQ. Mm. He knows where you're weak. And he knows where you're strong. You could go through countless fights with John Jones. Mm-hmm. The only time we ever saw him in any real danger was against Alexander Gustafsson. When Alexander was just at his height of boxing and he had the ability to not be taken down. He didn't mm-hmm. get taken down at all versus John Jones in that five-fight mm-hmm. war, the first fight. So we got an opportunity to see him fight again a couple months back. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the adjustments that John made. And he pretty much ran through that boy. Ran through him. And Gustafson is 6'5". Here's some sound from John Jones. Going into this fight, March 2nd, this will be my 13th world title. And it means a lot to me. You know, I set out to be the most dominant mixed martial arts fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
this is a, a big step on the journey in that direction. And he's he's and serious. Fuck I genuinely believe my guy yeah. Anthony. Anthony Smith. John yeah. beats a lot of people before they leave the locker room. True. You know, John John is almost like a snake charmer a little bit. He he lulls people in and he and he, he forces people to watch him and, and people are waiting on him and you just can't fight him like that. You gotta bring the fight to John. True. Okay. And I think that's what it comes down to. I'm, John is a great martial artist, but I'm a way better fighter. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, look, this dude has heart, man. This dude is a straightforward fighter. The only way you can beat John, and Machida did it when Machida and John fought. You got to make it dirty with him. Mm -hmm. You got to get in there. You got to get in John's face and make him uncomfortable and make right. him really think about his moves. What Gustafson did, he literally just was playing John. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you standing, you giving John space to give him a thought process. And I um, didn't expect that. Right. I, I thought he was going to take it to him. I did. I thought he was too. I did not expect mm -hmm. that. But John literally went through him. He went through him because you gave him time. <laughs> to say, all right, you're giving me time to think about my moves, now I'm about to tell you out the frame, and that's exactly what he did. Right. If Anthony Smith's talk game is going to rival what he's going to be like when he gets into the octagon this Saturday, mm -hmm. if he can get in there and say, John, I know you great, but buddy, I'm throwing this left and this right, and you're going to have to get me out of here. I can respect that. I can yeah. respect that. Do I think he's going to win? No. I give John submission. Um, mm -hmm. Submission finish in this fight. That's the only thing I'm scared uh, of. Third round. Third I give John third round because I do think the first round will be interesting. I think Anthony Smith knows I got to go for broke. I right. got to go for broke. Right. You know, because once this fight gets longer and longer, yeah, I'm right. in trouble. John. I'm in right. trouble. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I am off work this weekend, and I'm going to have six angry orchards on chill, <laughs> and I'm going to be eating a vegan pizza, sitting up on the sofa, and I am going to take this in, and I can't wait to watch it. All right? Mm -hmm. So moving down, welterweight championship fight. We have the chosen one, Tyrone Woodley, coming in in 19-3, and three, mm. who is so underrated, and it's sad how underrated it is he sad. is. It, it is, is disrespectful. Sad. And they disrespect him yes, all the time, bro. It is disrespectful. <laughs> he is coming in against the Nigerian nightmare, Kamur Usman, mm. who is on a terror in the UFC. I'm worried for Tyrone Woodley this fight. I'm not. Mm. Why you not? I'm not. Tell me. Reason why I'm not worried is because what we seen in his last fight Ooh. and him opening up this ground game with those hands. He beat Darren Till to <laughs> death. <laughs> I really think. Ooh. I really like we said. Oh. Like we said, anything mm. can happen. You right in the UFC. You right. But with Tyrone Woodley Ooh. opening up this ground game, I feel like this man is oh. gonna. Destroy. <laughs> destroy. Oh, really? You got him destroying Usman? I got him destroying him. I got him destroying him. <sighs> I don't think this kid is ready. You don't think, I think so, I think, mm. I think I think Woodley is. Woodley GSP ran from him now. Yeah. I think Woodley. He ain't uh, want that last fight. I now. was concerned with Woodley because <laughs> Woodley was always known for those hands. With this ground game he has now, I feel like he's taking his fight game to another level. Well, you now. know his first instinct is wrestling. It you is, know that. but he wasn't great. He wasn't. He great. wasn't great. Okay. He wasn't great with it, but with the way he's wrestling now, I don't know if y'all seen when he fought uh, Darren Till, but the way he choked him out, I was like, oh my Darsh god. Darsh choke, and you never see that in MMA. Mm. You never see that. You never see a Darsh choke. Never. Shout out to uh, Ben Askren, who who is his wrestling coach. coach. Yep. This guy wrestling has went all the way up here now. 
that is dangerous with those hands. You have to worry about you have to worry about a lot of stuff now. Darren Till wasn't expecting that. He was expecting he was, he thought a stand up fight. He thought he was going to get a, a stand up war, and he yeah, did. He did it. He, did. he, did. he, did. he did. beat the hell out of Robbie Law. <laughs> that's, that's the title. He won the title. Yeah. yeah. And then if he win this one, what he'll this will be what? How many defenses? Like his six, fifth or six, fifth or six, fifth or six. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm going the, Woodley all day. The, the reason I give Usman, I, I the reason I'm saying I'm kind of worried with Usman. He, he is like the perfect body type to beat a Tyron Woodley. He's a much bigger welterweight than Woodley, and he is ox strong. And he predicates on getting you to the ground, suffocating you, beating you up, and even potentially making this a boring fight. Like really frustrating Woodley where Woodley can't get his balance and do, and do what he wants to do. Here's the difference in this fight with Woodley and Usman. Speed. And Woodley has the speed. He has that cannon pop out of the shoot, right hand, cannon, pop out of the shoot, take you down. He's just electrifying with his foot movement, and he is fast. Yes, I he just is. see him not got Josh oh, Kat, and it, was, it was bad, right? It was bad, right? It was bad. Because Gotcha mm-hmm. opened up and hit his ass yeah. like, ha. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go Woodley with the win. I'm going to say this goes five rounds. Mm-hmm. I think Woodley's going to win by decision. Because I think he'll probably outpoint Usman. Because I know Usman going to come in there and try to take him down, frustrate him, suffocate him. You know, to try to get and potentially get an open left or open right. Usman doesn't have the best hands. So I know he's not going to stand with Woodley. He's going to make it a wrestling, grappling match. And we could see a submission by one of these men. But I'm going to go Woodley outpointing Usman, who is an who is a cardio extraordinaire. He don't get tired. He doesn't get tired. He went five rounds with Former lightweight champion, um, I can't even think of this guy's name, who knocked out. Rafael Dos Santos. Dos Anjos, and it was bad. It was bad what he did to Dos Anjos, and Dos Anjos ain't Woodley, you know, but uh, we'll see. But I'm going to go Woodley, man. I think Woodley's going to get it probably in decision, man. Yeah, I'm going to go Woodley. You got Woodley? Seen enough. Seen enough? Okay. (laughs) All right, and also, you know, we do want to touch on the legend. I think he a legend, Uh, Robbie Lawler. He's been fighting in the UFC for like 20-plus years. He started at 19 years old in the UFC, and he is still in there clanging and banging. Yes, Former welterweight champion uh, Robbie Lauder will be fighting a dangerous, dangerous opponent in Ben Askren, 18-0, undefeated, first fight in the UFC. Um, this is an interesting matchup because not only is Askren good on the ground, he will knock you out. Mm-hmm. He has power in his right hand, and... Woodley's going to want to make this a stand-up fight, but I don't know if Askren's going to allow it. We've seen Woodley get taken down, you know, versus wrestlers, but he's able to get up. We didn't even get to see a wrestling exchange with Tyrone Woodley because Woodley knocked him out in like 30 seconds of the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take Robbie Lawler, man. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to take Robbie I Lawler think, to upset Ben Askren, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I'm think take he's it. going to welcome him in a devastating way. You saying knockout? <laughs> I'm saying knockout. Wow. Because uh, okay. I, I, I really think Lawler feel like he's been overlooked now. He with, is. Probably with the injuries. The yeah. AC, uh, what, the ACL? PCL on his leg. Yeah. yeah, so 
I think he want to make a statement that he's still um, here. That he's still here. Former world champion. Yeah, and I think he wants. I want. I think he wants one more run at that belt and see if he can get back to a title shot. Okay, I feel that. But I think he welcomes him back in devastating fashion. If this, Robbie Robbie Lawler is probably top five entertaining fighter in UFC history. Yes, he is. Robbie Lawler, a Cowboy Cerrone, Anderson Silva, like people who get in there and just show that, bro, I'm in here to make this dirty. Man, that fight with him, Roy McDonald. When he, if you've never seen the fight with him and Roy McDonald, please watch. You it. have to go watch it this fight. It is a treat. This that was. It, it I, is a treat. I'm gonna go on the limb and say that's the best UFC fight I've ever seen in okay. my life. I got you. I in got you. In my life, I got you. You seen war from from round Ding. one to it stop, to it stop. And both of those men, oh, you didn't man. even recognize their face mm. after so they, that fight. Ben Askren's debut. Yeah. In the UFC. And he's training with Willie. Yeah. You know he's Willie Wrestling Coach. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, no, I think man. it's going to be a good one, man. So we have two other fights. You know, Tisha Torres versus Will Zayn and Cody Garbrandt, former world champion. I facing, like Cody to get uh, Oh, no, man. This kid like Moonhouse is, is, is a problem. A, I know he's a monster. I he's a problem. Fight, but I like Cody he's a problem. To get back on track. But this is an amazing card. Usually when you see five fight UFC cards, you kind of get mad and heavy hearted because you're like, man, I just don't want to see all these fights to get to the main event. But this card? I ain't mad. You got five monster matchups, man. Two world title fights, man, on this card. You'll see 235 live and only on pay-per-view this Saturday. So y'all check it out, man. All right, so we're going to leave UFC. We only have a few minutes left. Before we get out of here. We're going to make it quick. Uh, we want to go around the table. We want to talk. How you feel about Le'Veon Bell, man, getting his, 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 his freedom to do what he want to do? I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. same here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're going to see him uh, in the coach jersey. <laughs> if they yeah. get him in Indianapolis, dog, yeah. I feel I, like I, it's, I feel like they can they can offer him the most money as other teams. Yep. Can, um, him in the Jets, they Colts can, and Jets. In the Jets, but I think Le'Veon still wants to win, but he wants to be paid. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like he still has a winner's mentality, but he just wants to be paid. What he feel like his worth is. That's the whole issue right. in the first place, and that's understandable. For sure. Right. Yeah. I if think you put him with Andrew Luck, <laughs> that offensive line, and Ty Hilton, and, and that, that offensive, offensive line, line, and then that up and coming defense, it's going to be some real problems. Yeah. I, I think if he goes to the coach, um, I'm gonna say it like they're, they're gonna be my favorite to win two games next year. Yeah, it I, 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 I think it's gonna be unless the uh, huh. It don't get any easier for the Jags. Yeah, I'm, I, man, like I said, I'm not even. I think the Jets. I, I predicted the Jags would bring in Blake Bortles back to be the court. He's gonna be the quarterback week man, one. Let's not let's not do this. We we, we not we not man. we not. But I just want the fans I, to know, like everybody's saying, Nick Foles. If they don't get Nick Foles, who is your option? They're not gonna be able to draft that kid out of Ohio State. You know they're not gonna pull the trigger on the, the young guy out of Oklahoma. The short, uh, the short fellow, Kyler Murray. Who is your other option? You're going to have to go up. You've committed to playing this style of football, and you just—I think they, they're going to have to stomach it up next year and go one more round with Blake Bortles. That's not what I'm feel. But back to Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. If he goes to the, if he goes to the coach, I'm looking at them and I'm like, if the Chiefs don't make a significant like move, they shouldn't have let their running back go in the first place. Who is playing with the Browns now? Um, Cohen, whatever his name is. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. So it's like, unless they make, unless, if this, they get air, well, you know what? Deep, I don't know. The the Chiefs will have to do something spectacular on defense. Defensively. For that to change my mind. But I'm just looking at the coach like, 
Man, if y'all get Le'Veon Bell, y'all yeah. was doing all this if, shit last year. I don't even who was the fuck was they running back last year? Uh, uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, and, and he, he had was a, like thirteen hundred. Yeah, he, yeah, right. he had a good. So you yeah. talking about bringing the best running back in with a with healthy that. Andrew Luck with a young offensive line? These if are rookies on that offensive line. You got the best left guard in the league. Come on, man. Uh, S- S- not only there. that, you have the. I feel like you have the best offensive line right now. Period. Oh yeah, in football. In and, football, and, yeah. I just think, yeah, you that you if might every championship for sure. I'm looking sure. at Cole. Yeah, if I'm Andrew Luck, I'm up in the big office. Yeah. Y'all have to get me this guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for Le'Veon, I think it's gonna be Jets or Colts. They can offer him the most money. If he goes to New York, we know why he was really going to New York <laughs> for exposure right. and opportunities outside of football. And I can't blame him for that either. He's 27 years old. Right. You know, excuse me, he's 26 years old. So right. I can understand if prime. he goes to New York, but and he's now in his prime with a year off. He's fresh. Yep. You know, no injuries. Recover from you're going to get a healthy, dangerous Le'Veon Bell. But I do agree, if you want to win, if you want to make your presence known, you go to the Indianapolis Colts because Andrew Luck got through this season injury free. Yep. Yep. His mind and everything, he's ready to Played roll. Amazing. And yep. I agree with Fred. AFC Championship for sure, yeah. maybe even Super Bowl. You know, if they can get Le'Veon, because if you can get somebody who can control the line, who can catch the ball out the backfield, <laughs> and who can pick up the blitz to help protect Andrew Luck in the NFL, that's a formula to win, you know, and Le'Veon Bell has all those things, all right, so, all right, moving along, man, Antonio Brown, all right, the Steelers and Antonio Brown have come to a mutual agreement that Antonio Brown will no longer be a Pittsburgh Steeler, all right, so the Steelers are trying to find a suitor for Antonio Brown, and in the midst of all that, you know, the clash with Big Ben, that's just been a back and forth thing throughout Big Ben's career between head coaches, offensive coordinators, and players. You know, old players are coming to speaking out. The latest Hans Ward has come and I say, yeah, Ben, you know, even when I was with him, he wasn't he was a young player, so he wasn't asked to be the leader, but you did see certain chinks in his armor to maybe be a leader. That's coming from Hans Ward over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so Big Ben ain't the story here. Story here is Antonio Brown. What do you say Antonio Brown playing next year, Black? Oh man, that's it's it's hard to say, man. Um just off the top of your head, what you think makes sense for him to land? If if I know Antonio Brown and he want to go somewhere that makes sense and he wants to be the guy, I would have to say San Francisco. Okay. I think that California wave is appealing. Yeah. You know, that's a big market. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say San Fran. Okay. They, and, and if you get him, they have a pretty nice offense you put together. Up and coming tight end, young quarterback. Him, young quarterback, Garoppolo's going to be back. Nice so, running game. You know, nice, yeah, so they'll be kind of putting something together. So Decent defense. Yeah. Fortinano's in game ran yeah. out of the gym this year. They lost a lot of games, but they only losing by but a they field competed, goal less they than a touchdown. This year. Yeah, they yeah. competed well right. this year. How you but feel? I, okay. I like him in San Francisco. All right, where you at, Fred? I mean, I think if, if Green Bay is going to ever do anything else with yep. uh, Aaron Rodgers, yep. you know what I'm saying, they have to yep. pull that trigger now. Like, yep. you see this young kid, Patrick Mahomes, you, know, you yep. see quarterbacks, and yep. you Andrew Luck going through a full healthy year. Yep. So even though Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, to this day, yep. is the best quarterback I've ever seen on the field, mm-hmm. at the same time, if they, if you don't, if they came forward to make this move, you know, I think if Aaron Rodgers not asking for a trade, I think yep. his career is like as far as trying to contend for a title is over. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I have the Green Bay Packers ahead of my list. 49ers are a close second. Aaron Rodgers is coming or well, he's in the tail end of his prime. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do anything with him, obviously he's not going to not be a Green Bay Packer. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Packer. Mm-hmm. He is. 
So I just feel like Antonio Brown makes sense to bring him to Green Bay. Even though Green Bay ain't New York or L.A., you have Aaron Rodgers there. So it is L.A. It is New York on Sundays. Yep. You know, you're going to be on countless Monday night, Sunday night games. Like, he's yep. going to be featured. And if I'm in the NFC North where they play, you got the Chicago Bears who are not going anywhere. The Chicago Bears yep. are primed to run that division for yes, the next couple are. of years. Yep. I do not believe in the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I just don't Nobody even see does. them being a factor. They'll compete, yeah. but they're not winning. You know what the Bears are doing? They're doing it right. And if you're the Packers, that new young coach and everything you got in there, if you're not going to make a run at A.B., dog, you mean to tell me you're going to go back into the season with what you got and be 5-11 yeah. and 11 yeah. again? You're going to waste it. So yeah. we'll see. I think Green Bay will be the splash yeah. that the NFL probably would want. But if John Lynch, who's made those moves in San Francisco, yeah. I got to bet on him to go get A.B. So, you know, we'll see. All right. And um, last but not least, Mr. Robert Kraft, uh, of the the owner of the Super Bowl winning New England Patriots, got in a little trouble here. All right. Now, we're not going to go big time political here or anything like that. But <laughs> this is a black cat cloud over the NFL, you know, to see it. But to me, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Me and my daddy laughed on the phone about this like 20 minutes the other day. Uh-huh. You want to know why it's funny? Because we see the human side of these buildings. We see the human side of this walking straight line NFL owners. And you got Robert Kraft who's been out here wilding. You know, he at courtside with Meek Mill, Kevin Hart. You and Bormies with Jay-Z and all these things. Walking to Carly B concerts. Yeah, dancing with Carly on stage. And then you mess around and you're trying to get your happy ending on the Tuesday. uh, In broad daylight and now you're caught up. Um, You know, I I don't think. I think he'll be fine. Probably suspend a couple games and that'll be it for Robert Kraft. You know, at first I was like, man, maybe he'll be forced to sell the team. But Mm -hmm. in totality, what two owners do you recognize in the NFL? Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones. That's it. Right. There's 28 the other only, owners. Yeah. 28 other owners in the league. And I think the only reason we're talking about this is because it's Robert Kraft. Correct. If this was like yeah. the Green Bay, uh, uh, the, San, the Arizona Cardinals owner, right? It wouldn't even hit. <laughs> it wouldn't even hit Twitter. Yeah. Right. So you know, Kraft, tighten up, boy. You gotta. If they can't beat them. If you can't beat New England on the field. You gotta beat them some type of way. Huh? Ain't gonna beat them that way either. Cause tw- <laughs> the 12's still running out there. Right. All right. So that pretty much wraps up today's show. We're gonna give you a couple things to watch for. Of course, UFC 235 this Saturday on pay per view. Y'all check it out, man. Conversate with us. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on IG, man, and and, and talk with us uh, about the fight. And NBA Saturday night. This Saturday night, you have the Golden State Warriors making a trip to Philly. Mm. All right, Golden State will be playing the Philadelphia 76ers this Saturday night on ABC Primetime. Joel Embiid is expected to be back. Uh, the first time they played up in Golden State, Philly beat them. Philly beat them up there in Golden State, and it wasn't nothing like seeing DeMarcus yeah. Cousins Versus Joel Embiid, yeah. it was hilarious yeah. to see yeah. them two dudes bark the entire game, and mm-hmm. then Philly ends up winning the game. So right. that'd be exciting. I got a Lakers so. update if you want it. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Lakers forty-seven, Grizzlies fifty-one. Second quarter, five minutes left in the second. <laughs> Joe Kim Noah is getting off. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to episode eleven of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Y'all hit us up on IG at Reduce Lunch Sports on IG. And uh, my personal IG is Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. on Twitter and IG. Black, give him your handles, man. It's your man, Black Sportsologist. You can hit me up on Instagram at Black ENL3. 
Hit me up on Twitter. Same handle. All right. Where you at, Fred? Our Instagram is Freddie Brick. Freddie with a Y. Freddie Bricks underscore. And on Twitter, I want to say it's the same thing. Yeah, it's um, yeah Freddie yeah. Bricks without the underscore on Twitter. Yes, sir. So thank y'all for listening, man. We'll be back very, very soon. Again, y'all interact with us questions. If y'all want to call in, y'all just hit us up, man. We here for that. Barbershop Talk at its finest, man. So we out of here, baby. We yeah. out.